Old Soccer Talk podcast. This is episode number 35. Uh, it's two guys, two mics, and two pints. My name is Nestor, and I'm joined here by Henry G. How you doing? Doing fine, man. Um, episode 35. Shout out to Gabriel Martinelli, the Brazilian. promising prospect from Brazil. Um, and honorable mentions to KD, who iconically wore the 35 in the NBA. One of my favorite players. Um, anyways, glad to be here. Loaded episode with a lot of Champions League, Premier League, La Liga. Sprinkle a little Serie A because there's a player or players I want to highlight. Um, yeah, uh, I guess we, we'll start where we normally start, and that's in the mainland of UK, England, yeah. Premier League. Yeah, but before we start, um, I just got to, uh, I guess I just got to uh, congratulate you, man. <laughs> got to congratulate you uh, for taking the league. Ah, in no. February, easy, easy. Let's that's uh let's not forget. There's a lot of season left. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had your makeup game today. Uh, destroyed Spurs. I thought Spurs were gonna be able to put up a fight, have some bite, man. Even be the little dog that barks. Yeah. But uh, they were just a whimpering pup. Mm-hmm. And totally. uh, before we get into the game, I, I just thought like I said this last week. If uh, City are able to beat. Spurs pretty convincingly that it's it's their league and uh, you know Liverpool, uh, Jurgen Klopp this week famously conceded the title. Yeah. United draws against West Brom. You know they've been bottling it. They've had chance after chance to keep it close. Mm-hmm. Drawing here, I think a loss even at one point. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it's cities to lose. I don't think they're going to take the foot off the gas. No. But we'll, we'll get into the nitty-gritty, as they say. Yeah, no, um, I appreciate but it. But, yeah, man. congratulations. <laughs> yeah, almost there, almost there. You know what the interesting thing is, is that uh, I wouldn't be surprised at a loss, you know, at some point, or a tie even, which we were close to it sometimes. But the thing is, I feel like with every game City win, and they're knowing that they're breaking, like, record after record, whatever it is, like, for starting a calendar year or for most Premier League wins, whatever – I feel like they only want to keep going, so it is scary from from the opposition's perspective. I don't. Yeah, I agree. I don't think City will take the. It's foot a off. snowball. Yeah. I think it, that's what it's looking like. And in combination with with teams kind of underperforming, you you mentioned United, but I think Liverpool has criminally underperformed. I, I find it hard to be hard on Liverpool, especially just with with their issues that they have this year. Right. No, I I, I get that. But every team has had injuries. Uh, Van Dyke is the biggest one for sure. Not only for the how yeah. long he's been out, but how severe it is. But even then, you know, there's teams that have still dealt with injuries and managed to show some some jaw, you know, show yeah. some fight. They haven't... I don't know. Uh, they haven't... You know, against meager opposition, they haven't shown that. And they still have pretty much the same squad they had last year. So, I mean, to be fair, it's just because I, I don't feel like it's fair just to shit on United for bottling it. I think every other team has as well. Liverpool, Well, though, I mean, Tottenham. those are the three, like, all right, so United, at the beginning of the season, we didn't really think that they were going to be, like, necessarily title contenders. I know they could have reached that level if things went together, but over, I think since, like, late November... United has been like, oh, okay, we got they got into the top four. Mm-hmm. They were and, complacent with that. Yeah, and then and then it's like, oh, okay, got to first, and then just kind of back and forth on first and second, and then you know, it's like, okay, they're one of the contenders. But now it's 
I, I don't I don't know if there's anybody else that's in contention other than United, and that's solely because of United's in second. If they were in second, I wouldn't look at them as a title contender. Yeah, Leicester right Leicester's right up there too, um, in terms of like that same level. But no, yeah, I agree, man. There's there's a gap there's a gap this year. And I think that's due to City still being they're still feeling some type of way about last season. They didn't win it. Um and you know we'll yeah. we'll get into that later. Um Anyways, starting with the Thursday's games, I guess, right? We should get into that. Um, yeah, so, yeah, last we left off was a week ago. Today's, mm-hmm. what, the uh, 17th? Correct. Yeah, so we left off on the 10th. Uh, then uh, we had a match on, hmm. It started with FA Cup. Oh, uh, there was an FA Cup on Thursday? Yeah, just, you know, it's notable because Wolves played Southampton and then they encountered themselves again in, oh, on the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend. So it was pretty interesting. Okay. Um, I guess we'll start there. Southampton, uh, easy 2-0. Not easy, I shouldn't say. It wasn't easy, but um, both game, uh, both goals came in the second half. But Danny Ings, you know, the typical guy who does it for them, carries them through. Wolves, again, don't look uh, that menacing, especially in attack. Um, and then the following game, Chelsea Barnsley. Uh, that was a that game was a lot closer than what I thought would happen. You know. Yeah. That's uh. But you know, fair play they won it. Sometimes those are the toughest games. For example, the last team. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to to lead City in a match was Chelsenham till till this day, and that was on November twenty seventh. <laughs> so it's like these FA Cups are are tricky, man. Especially the yeah, lower league. That's sides. the magic of the cup, as they say. Exactly. Um, anywho. Uh, Moving on to Saturday's fixtures where the Premier League starts to kick off. Uh, man, um, Leicester City, you know, beat Liverpool and just really highlights how bad Allison has been this season with distribution, decision-making, uh, defensive uh, sweeper-keeper tactics. He's just been all over the place, all over the shop, as they say. He was uh, injured for a spell, right? Yeah, he was injured. I think he even had COVID at one point. So it's been like stop and go, stop and jerky. Yeah, uh, which from a goalkeeper's perspective, it's. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna say it's. It's a little easier, but I feel like it is as opposed to an outfield player. Mm. So it's it's kind of hard to give him that cop out, you know. <laughs> um, maybe he's he's struggling not having a proper leadership in the back line. Obviously, players have been switching in and out. They've had to resort to midfielders. The same with City had to do when Laporte was out last season and the you know season before, but you know Liverpool just don't look good and Salah gets his goal. He's the only guy who's really putting it in the back of the net for them currently. But yeah, man, James Madison uh, showing why he's world class, um, and Jamie Vardy with a really like Vardy esque goal. You know, just picking up the scraps and you, putting it in the back of the net. Do you think Liverpool fucked up by not going in for? Well, they I guess they did go in, but they didn't go all out for Werner. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I can give them that either because they still got Diogo Jota, who I thought was playing pretty well in the beginning of the season. And he's, for me, even though Werner has more acclaim and maybe is a little, uh, has more potential, I think uh, Diogo Jota, based on form, is kind of like on par with, with, with Werner. So I don't know if it would have been much of a of a difference. Um, I don't know. All I could really chalk it up to is, is just the lack of uh, ingenuity from, from Klopp. He hasn't tried to reshape his squad or try to adapt new tactics. Yeah, he's just trying to trying to uh, 
continue with what he was doing that was working last season. Yeah, and it's, and, and it's not working. And just fitting in different players. Uh, yeah, you're right. He, he needs to work out something. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I was I was mad at Pep earlier this season. I was doubting him. I was like, we're doing the same shit. We're doing the same shit. And if this continues, we're not going to do shit in the league. We may be in the Champions League. But he changed it. He made some adjustments that we'll highlight later. But that's what I feel like Klopp has been missing. To his to his uh, defense, you know, he hasn't had his full squad available I get that. I get all that. But, um, you know, the, the the players that they have signed, they haven't implemented in the right way, maybe. You know, Thiago, who isn't a bad player, um, you know, the, he hasn't been used to his maximum potential. Curtis Jones has been a breath of fresh air, but you can't rely on a 20-year-old kid to carry you in the Premier League. It's the toughest league in the world. So credit to Leicester. I loved Jamie Vardy's celebration when he scored, grabs the corner flag, plays guitar like Elvis Presley, and... That's why he's one of the best strikers in the game, at least in England. But that's just my humble opinion. I don't know if you have any parting thoughts on on the match. Uh, um, no, uh, just I don't know when 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 teams like this beat Liverpool. You know, you kind of feel like is it Liverpool losing, or is yeah. it the other teams being actually better? Mm, is yeah. is Leicester on their day better than Liverpool on their day? Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. And like that's that's including the injuries. I don't think so, but you have Mane, Firmino, um, Trent Arnold, who hasn't really been playing all that great this season. It's just every player really that hasn't um, been on the same. Allison, I mean that. The, oh he, yeah, he's been. They made a huge deal when they signed him, and right away when they signed him, they went to a Champions League final. Um, no, they won the Champions League. Yeah. So, I don't know. I. I I think no one's playing all that great. Salah, even though he's scoring, he's not playing all that great. No, he's just, but he's like, he just needs that that chance, and he'll. That's sure. what's so great about him. That's yeah. why I think is his most underrated trait. Even Aguero is the same. Where he doesn't need a full chance, he's gonna kill it if he gets just a, the slightest sliver of hope. And that's what Salah's so good at. I will say, not not in this match, but through a lot throughout a lot of the season, he's he's been fortunate to get some of the penalties that he's gotten. Oh but yeah, of course. He, you know, that's just that's that's who he is. You know, Neymar is not too different. Sterling can be like that at times. Mane as well. But um, yeah, man, poor poor display that's just from football Liverpool. today. Yeah, um, back in my day, it wasn't like that. Yeah, yeah, you would get up from a two two footer and like nothing. Yeah, because the ref wasn't blowing, and if you stayed on the ground, uh, your coach is chewing you out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, three to one, Leicester. Uh, Liverpool is they find themselves in sixth. Leicester is comfortably in third, mm-hmm. tied with the uh, Manchester United on points. Uh, so not bad, not bad for Leicester. They just hang in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pesky little brother. Um, they're good, man. They're good, <laughs> and they they've had to deal with their fair bear, fair bit of adversity, losing out on Vardy for you mm-hmm. know a few weeks. Hip injury, hip surgery, even. Uh, James Justin. James Justin, who's out for the season with the ACL bust up. If they if they can finish in Champions League positioning, uh, kudos to Brent, Brendan Rodgers and his men because uh, they've had a lot of things who's the go defender, against them. Um, the Turkish defender, Soyunku. Soyunku is he playing yet or is yeah, he still? Oh, playing? actually, I haven't really seen him uh, as often. You know, that's yeah, a good I question. I haven't. Yeah, I think uh, Pereira. Oh, he brilliant. did play. Yeah, he did play. He's back. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah, well, so because um, so, he was out for a good while. Yeah, and he's one of the more promising young center back prospects. Like I rate him almost at the level of a Nathan Ake, maybe a little, little bit below, but mm-hmm. almost on that level. I, I like Suyunko. I think he was one of the better players. Yeah, 
And uh, Madison missed a fair bit of time as well in the beginning of the season. Yeah, he's playing uh, really well. He's probably uh, their yeah. player of the season for them. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, moving on, uh, Crystal Palace hosted Burnley. Uh, last week I picked Palace because I'm never picking Burnley. But I had a feeling that Burnley was going to win, and you called it. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be like this. But Burnley scoring goals. Yeah, yeah, all types of them too. Not only set piece or, you know, just really – uh, broken goals, you know, from broken play nuts. It's actually coming, uh, coming. I should say, flowing for them, uh, which is not so, something a word that you use so typically with Burnley. Uh, you know, they're very stagnant, pragmatic, and just a hard-nosed team. Impressive for sure. Uh, um, Palace, I think, have a great squad, but they're always going to be at a detriment having Roy Hodgson as a manager. And I, I've said this before, at least on Twitter for sure, that I think if they. If they stay in the prem this season, I think they should definitely go for either Graham Potter or Scott Parker or, you know, a young English manager with progressive footballing ideals because they have the team to be a really good attacking side. Is that really a step up for Scott Parker or, or Potter? Well, the thing is that either of those teams are going to get relegated, whether it's Fulham or Brighton. I don't Right now it's looking more like Fulham, but Brighton is just right there with them. So whoever does go down, I think a smart Premier League team is going to go for him. Um, because he's proven that he has some really good footballing ideals with a limited squad, limited budget. Now, will it happen? I don't know, because Roy Hodgson is one of the more respected names in England, kind of like, you know, like the Van Gundys in the NBA. You know, they've been in the league for a while, so you just kind of give them respect, and you always keep giving them these chances, but it's time to really open the door for these new age managers. Um, so yeah, I, I would agree. like to see it. I would like to see it, but I agree. Um, yeah, great result for Burnley. They're surprising us. I'm not gonna lie. Um, the more they get results like this, the more likely it looks like they're gonna be in their in their what fifth, sixth season now in the Prem. Um, sixth. Yeah. yeah, sixth. So it's like, you know, respect straight. I, I don't really like them, but <laughs> hey, if they can get it, they can get it. You know. Yeah, they're in fifteenth right now. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, eight points clear of uh, relegation. Hmm. The yeah. relegation zone. And those relegation teams like are just like baby stepping up the you know, they'll get they're a draw actually draw. not yeah, yeah, they're not playing all that bad. Sheffield United's gotten a few decent results lately. West Brom, who we'll talk about in a bit, have been and Fulham as well. Yeah. So so it's not like so cut and dry anymore. Even though the the gap between uh seventeenth and eighteenth is six points yeah. as we speak. That's interesting. Yeah. That's but anyway, uh, yeah, well, uh, you had something. Oh no, I was gonna say that's why Palace, I, I think, are in a safe space to stay up. Oh yeah, but they're yeah. definitely gonna have to get a new manager for next season. Um, anywho, uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to the next match, uh, a game I was delighted to see. You know, for many reasons, but mm-hmm. uh, Tottenham were the team, the the one team that gave us the work this year, like really convincingly, or you know, at least by the scoreline. Uh, so it felt good to you know get revenge, I guess you could say. And, uh, yeah, it was a solid game. The penalty happened. That's where, you know, the first blood was drawn. Uh, a lot of yeah. controversy on that. I don't think it was a penalty, by the way. Yeah, a lot of people were saying that. And I, I, I see where that argument is. Um, but it's, if it's a collision in the box and the ball isn't played, like, I, I see why the ref would call it. And if you watch Gundogan play often, even before this game, throughout the whole season, he always does that drag back where he'll peel the ball back and go backwards. Now, if the player behind him collides with him, I know he stepped on on Hoisberg. Yeah. I don't know if it was intentional, you know. Yeah, but as we know, that intention doesn't really matter when it's a foul. 
Yeah, and we don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We don't know if there was an intention. We can. Well, I don't only... think there was. I, I, yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, you don't want to step on someone's uh, ankle like that. But, you know, he he comes on to him. Yeah. Again, he's not. He doesn't mean to. He's gonna do his little trademark pullback. Uh, but in that in that same little, I guess, action, as he gets stepped on, he swings his leg, or Hoybjerg does, and. Uh, Catches uh, Gundogan. Uh, for some reason, they ignored that on the VAR, or the ref mm-hmm. didn't go to VAR or whatever. And, uh, you know, it ended up being a penalty. Yeah. Know? And that's really all that matters is, is what ended up happening. Yeah. Uh, and, I, I, I mean, like we say, penalties change games completely. That's yeah. what opened up the, the scoreline. Yeah, definitely. Uh, early in the match, however, so, you know... Whether it would have had a bearing on the match, I don't. I can't really say that. I still think City were going to win that. Uh, but you know, it's fair to say Harry Kane had a really good chance in the first half. A header. Uh, um, well, I saw the free kick, the one that he hit off the post. That's the one I'm thinking of. I can't remember much else. Uh, but you know, because Spurs is, isn't going to generate a whole lot of chances. We know that by now. Um, yeah, they rely on efficiency and uh, counterattack and mm-hmm. defensive prowess, which they lack now. Which they've been lacking for about two, three months now. Yeah, and Rodri takes the penalty unconvincingly. The funny bit was Ederson was ready to take that. He it looked like it at least. And from 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 what I hear, Bernardo stopped him. Then Bernardo went over to Rodri to give Rodri advice on where to shoot it because he studies. Uh, he studies a lot. Basically, he's a, he's the studious one of the group. But Rodri uh, didn't listen to him, took the penalty, and took it right where uh, Loris was going to block him. Luckily, the ball trickles in. So, yeah, that's what opened it up. And then So Bernardo stopped Ederson from taking the penalty? Yeah. Why? I, I guess, well... Does he I, have the armband? No, no, but I think it's it was a smart play to do. I, listen, I would love to see Ederson take it, but I don't think you have him take it at nil-nil. That's just... It's a bonehead move. If he misses it, the goal, the goal is open against Sun. Nah, that's just... That's done. I wouldn't do it. it now, if we're up 2-0, 3-0, there's a penalty, and you want to let him have a go, sure. If we're going into penalties after an extra time, he's the first one taking it, sure. But when you, you, your goal is as you know is at stake on the other end, I see why they didn't do it. Also, there's a, there's a bit of pride involved. I think like it's low-key disrespectful if, if a goalie hits it on a goalie. You're kind of just shitting on the opposition, but... That's my that's my own take. That's not true. It's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, say shit on him. Uh, nah, man. Jose deserves more respect than that. I'm right? not gonna do. I'm not gonna do like a Cuauhtémoc, like piss on the post, like uh, a little dog. You're walk. not gonna do a Vardy pole, you know, guitar. But uh, well, he uh, ripped off from Drogba. Uh that is true. That is true. He didn't exactly reinvent the wheel there. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, moving on forward to the match, Gundogan scores a a nice goal. Trying to remember how it happened now. This well, motherfucker scores so much these days. It's so. uh well, it's his trademark. Just hope for a ball to trickle out on a block. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So Foden gets the ball uh, on the wing, and um, just patiently waits for uh, uh, Gundogan to make like a sneaky run. You know, no, it's just timed perfectly. It looks like they practiced that, and that's something that they have in their arsenal to catch. Uh, you know the the defense unaware, mm-hmm. and credit to Gundogan. Like the thing about Gundogan is that he can get a touch in a very tight space and still get a shot off. Whereas if Raza or Gabriel Jesus gets it at times, it's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. It's not it's not hit properly. Gundogan is just so accurate, man, and I love that about him. 
great goal. My favorite goal was the, the last goal, the third. Um, Ederson getting a second assist of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, more assist than Genie Wijnaldum, I might add, um, who plays in the midfield for Liverpool, as we know. Uh, but brilliant ball to Gundogan. He rests it. Uh, almost looked like he had a pillow on his foot. Uh, on his left, fakes a right shot. This whole time, I, I, I failed to mention, he did kind of nudge Davinson Sanchez. From the back. I, I, you know, I saw the replay, and it wasn't necessarily from the back. It was actually more side to side. Well, we can watch that later. Because I, I thought about that after you showed it. You, you mentioned that. I was like, did he really do that? Um, I don't know. But anyways, it was a nice little fake, and Davinson Sanchez is unbalanced, kind of face plants, and Gundogan slots at home so elegantly. Uh my player of the season so far for City and have to say in the Prem. He has to be up there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, so let's let's talk about uh, Gundogan for a second because um, he's been uh, I don't know uh, we were talking we mentioned earlier how, how how Pep kind of changed up the lineup a little bit and for a good while City was struggling to score uh, up until probably like like early December, uh, yeah, late November, mid mid December, I yeah. would say they were struggling to score. Yeah, uh, it wasn't coming from the attack. It wasn't coming from uh, from your usual suspects like Sterling or, uh, I mean Jesus. Yeah, that's a weird. Hold on, I'm looking at the at the little play. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's interesting because maybe he might be slightly ahead of Gundogan. It's not by much though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a weird. It's a it's a bad angle that I'm looking yeah. at. But anyway, um, so Pep has given Gundogan the freedom to go up as much as he needs to. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like a ten position. It's not a. It's not a, even a false nine. It's a. It's like a. It's just like an eight with an option to burst forward. You know. Yeah. Ah, oh, he extends his arm. But anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blame that on the goal. I mean, it was a night. It was a class goal either way. You know, that's just football. It's contact. You're yeah. not gonna cry on some contact. No, no, that's uh, it's fair. If you yeah, fully extend it, you're, I, I you're grasping at straws, and uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's that's just the game. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, uh, Pep is has given uh, Gunduan. So what he does is he gets the wings to to kind of go in. Yeah, he has like inverted wings, and I, that's why I love Foden on the on the left, even though he can play on the right. Yeah, and technically, a lot of left-footed players do play on the right, but Foden is so good at cutting in the whole way with his body. Like mm-hmm. you, you often think like a left-footed player on the wing, like Robin, who would trick you and 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 uh, and trick you into thinking that he's got you covered, and then he cuts in, mm-hmm. and Foden does the same thing. It, it, he does it on the opposite wing the same way with the same foot. And it's, it's weird because you would figure that the defender already knows. But anyway, Foden is able to cut in all the way to the touchline and then curls. Yeah. And that allows that allows defenses to give him all the attention. And it gives uh, Gundogan a space to, to have freedom in the box. For a ball to trickle out or for a cross, yeah, and he's always there at the right time. All he needs is a second, really. Yeah, and uh, you know it's good. And they also have the same action on the right with um, who's on the right usually uh, Sterling, Sterling, yeah. or uh, sometimes even Cancelo, Cancelo, Bernardo at times, Bernardo too. Bernardo, Bernardo's also playing really well, um, and he's in this weird undefined position. 
The whole team is undefined, bro. Truthfully, yeah. Well, the most of whatever whatever's in the middle. Uh, and uh, and then we have to give credit to Jesus who presses like an animal. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you really have him there for creation or for <laughs> for goal scoring. Yeah. No, I think he's there just to budge straight you graft and, and to and to pressure you and to make and force you into mistakes. He's happy with that. That's so we underrated saw that with to get. Allison. Yeah. Um, we even saw that a bit with with Tottenham. Tottenham's Loris, not really good yeah. with with pressure. Loris, terrible with his feet. Oh, he's yeah. your keeper's keeper. Yeah, he's traditional. He, he's, Very traditional. He's your, he's your number one. Uh, Keeper, and uh, speaking of uh, Loris for a second, I don't think he's world class. He was, but I think he's, he's maybe, come off of it. Maybe like four years ago, but I don't know if he was ever all that great. I think that's France's biggest weakness right now is the keeper. Yeah, currently he's not terrible. I'm not gonna say no, he's no, he's bad, not. He's but, not. He, but he's not like he's not your world class. No, nah, he's like B tier. You know, barely. Yeah, and, you know, he's not on the same wavelength as like Oblak, Courtois, Neuer, Ter Stegen, De Gea. Not not this year. Yeah, De Gea, not De Gea. Formerly yeah, De Gea. De Gea, fallen De Gea off, for but. me was always clear of him. That's my point. It's like he was yeah. never able to elevate to that combo. Mm-hmm. But he's still good. I mean, on games like that, you realize that he's not. Uh, not all that, but good enough for France at least. But <laughs> yeah, and uh, credit to uh, City's defense—they got a clean sheet yet again. Yeah, no Ruben Diaz as well. So I, I was expecting at least maybe one goal to happen. Maybe you know, uh, Sun is always so sharp. Uh, no service. No service. Yeah, it's like kind of like when they promise you that you're gonna have service. You have you know Verizon and no service that's exactly what it looked like for them no type <laughs> can of connection you yeah can you no yeah we're he's speaking korean i'm speaking fucking french it's like you know he's kinda, and we're speaking whatever kane speaks oh, oh, oh damn no that's uh i think <laughs> we need like you know uh, uh, those people that decipher hieroglyphics to find out what that bloke is saying <laughs> nah that's great but uh, <laughs> but, uh <laughs> no but yeah spurs are, are in shambles right now uh, really, now it's looking like they might even have trouble finding a Europa spot. So um, it's tough on Jose. Some people say he doesn't have the proper players. I get that, although he did <sighs> spend for he did spend on a few. Yeah, well, Reguilon hasn't been playing for a good while. I think he was the backbone. Aurier, I think, needs to make a comeback. Um, give uh, um, what's his name? Um, I think he did play this week, but what's his name? Uh, uh, Tanganga. Oh, Tanganga. Yeah, I think he's good. Yeah, he's decent. I mean, like you, it's clear time, that Ben Davies isn't the guy. Oh, and Ben Davies, he you're playing with negative player. He's got no pace. Yeah. He's terrible on the ball. He can't go up. I mean, what do you? He's he's got character at least probably. Uh, That's what I don't, I don't know. He's not, he, I don't know if he's Premier League level. Sheesh. Like and, you'd expect to see him more like on Sheffield or something. Wednesday, yeah. Whoa, yeah, yeah. He's not that good. He's 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 a negative for for uh, Spurs for Jose to put him on. I mean, things have to be pretty pretty uh, desperate. <laughs> uh, Davison Sanchez, uh, uh, he had a he had a good start to yeah, the season. He had a good game, like just previous to this. Uh, I think it was the FA Cup. Which is granted exactly. in the FA Cup that, against Everton, thing. you know. Okay. But no, nah, man, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Kane did, does what he can, but... He was their, their most uh, threatening player by far. Mm-hmm. I couldn't yeah. see anybody else, man. And uh, Zinchenko, no, uh, was it... Who's on the right? Cancelo? Yeah. He was able to, to cut off a lot of uh, Sun's service. 
So overall, and you know the thing about City, and, and we're, we'll get over it right now. We'll, we'll move on in just a second. City, the way that I can't, I can't even quite explain it, but whenever Spurs were in a position to start a counter, City was able to stifle it. Yeah, their press is, is one of the best in Europe, they, in my opinion. They were countering the counter, and that that's... I it's risky. I thought I thought it was beautiful. Yeah. Well, you got you have the speed to to mostly compensate for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, totally. But yeah, uh, shit. And it's tough to beat them in the air when you have Laporte and uh, Stones. Oh man, that that was actually a brilliant partnership too. You know, honestly, we haven't seen much of them together. But <sighs> you guys are so spoiled right now, man. It's uh, crazy. It's fucking stupid. Laporte walks into most teams. I'd say Laporte. I mean, I want him at Madrid. He's. It looks like he is uh, going. Um, I mean, there's no, you know, official word, but like I told you, you can go for Laporte, who is like the 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 established the established center back who's already won uh, titles. Um, he doesn't play many national team games, so he's always fresh. But the thing is, it's like going for the girl that already has had a man that had money and just did everything for her. My my take is you go for the the new girl, bro. Hasn't really experienced, uh, you know, dating like that. And that's Pau Torres from Villarreal. That's who I'd go for. But we don't know if he's like, we don't know if he's for sure the goods. But she can blow your mind. She she can be. But we don't know that for uh, sure. We know that Laporte. We know that Laporte is a winner, man. Yeah, and, and, if, and in and Spain if you want too. That, and if you want that ring, girl. Ah. Uh, yeah. We need to see the goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Oh uh, well. You think about that. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't have much experience. <laughs> ah. uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, City thrashes Tottenham three zero. Tottenham has nothing to offer against Manchester City. City again is uh, marching on their way to another title yet again. Yeah. And well, uh, we we're move heading on. for the quad. And we move uh, quad. Doubt uh, it. Doubtful. Damn. I'm I'm doubtful for your double. Nah, nah, the double's happening, domestic double, but I, I want to get, well, we all know, with the, know, the elephant in the room is City need a UCL. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, uh, so yeah, uh, moving on, uh, Brighton host Aston Villa. We don't, uh, yeah. typically we care, but. Yeah, I didn't watch it, did you? No, nah, I didn't. Villa, Villa's been really bad this season, I'll say. I mean, this season, this uh, calendar year, I should say. 2021? Starting, yeah, starting January. It's just been like losing games that they really shouldn't lose, man. Yeah, it's tragic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that, uh, s- Sunday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Well, uh, Wolverhampton gets their revenge on Southampton on the road. Yep. And they needed one. Yeah, they really needed it. They really needed it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, uh, wow. Pedro Neto's goal was just fucking... One of my favorites so far this season. I see Pedro Neto ending up at Manchester City, to tell you the truth. That'd be nice, man. It's just that, honestly, I don't... I don't <clears throat> I'd want it, but I don't want it at For the same when time. Bernardo Silva goes to Madrid. Ah, oh, man. Well, you should, might as well just go for Pedro Neto, bro. Identical replacement. No, yeah, that's two very skillful Portuguese players who are lefties, too, by the way. Pedro Neto is... He's going to go for a lot of money, man, because... Lefty players are just they're they're X factors, man. Like sure, we all love a right footer, you know. Obviously, there's more of them, but I'm saying like a left footed player really southpaw. Yeah, southpaw. You know, it's like can be the difference sometimes. But yeah, brilliant goal from him, Danny Ings. Man, that volley he scored. 
Man. Yeah. Perfectly placed. I think it was by Armstrong, and he just yeah, there was a gets all leather on A few good amount of nice goals this week. Oh, so many. Yeah. This was actually a really good game, and actually there was some controversy too. A handball called for Neves' penalty. Yeah. And then there was one that wasn't given on the other end for Southampton with, with similar circumstances. So it, does, it is problematic, and it's harsh on Southampton because they've had a really bad run of form this year as well. Calendar year, I should say. So... Yeah, uh, good result for Wolves. Pedro Neto, again, for me, one of the you know few bright spots they have. Some might even put him ahead of Podense. I, I 100% would. <laughs> Proven, been there. Um, Swaggy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. It's hard. Uh, excuse me. Uh, got the chills there. I, uh, he was fawning over him. I don't uh, see <laughs> why Podense would even be... In the consider, yeah, no, he's uh, Neto's clear of him. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, two to one to see. <laughs> two to one Wolves beat Southampton in in a rematch of the uh, FA Cup. Uh, next match was, good lord, uh, wow, wow, yeah. West Brom uh, hosted Manchester United for a one-one double hockey sticks mm-hmm. draw. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, we, we know. We, we knew this we was know. coming. We knew this was coming. I, I think I, I didn't have this score, but I think I, I think I still had United. But I was like, United tend to play to the level of their opposition. They play better against, like, United. I mean, against City or Liverpool. Like, they actually play much better than they did on the day there. Take nothing away from the strike from Bruno. Amazing strike. What a strike. Um, you know, catches it on the volley. Um, so those are just plays that uh, a world-class player will make a difference on a half-chance um, but credit to West Brom too. I'm not. They had it's, their goal early. It's just so much more possession. Yet the shot differential wasn't all that much. Now shot differential, it sometimes it means shit. But when you have that much possession, much more possession, you would think that you, that the shot difference would be so much more. And that's the thing. United tend to try to walk it in sometimes. Not walk um, it out. Not walk it out. United's yeah. not particularly strong in set pieces or in like crosses, crossing situations. Yeah. Well, I think they could improve on that and uh, be a lot more lethal when you... As, I mean, I know I say that when Bruno catches it on the cross, the volley. Yeah, but that was, you know, stroke of luck, isn't it? Well, uh, not, not from Bruno, <laughs> player of the year. Whoa. He's up there? I don't know, man. I don't know. He shows up against teams like West Brom. I think that's all that needs to be said here. Well, you played most of those games. Well, fair play. Um, you know, these points dropped, hurt a little bit more for, you know, United, the, the team and the fans and, and the manager, you know, because he was getting a lot of praise like a month ago, maybe. And now it's he's looking again like old gunner. That's two draws in a row that you really shouldn't be drawing. Yeah. Should be being uh, West Brom uh, and then the last minute uh, draw against Everton. Everton. That's four drop points. Yeah, Everton, no shame in it. No, no shame, but, you know, you shouldn't be conceding in a shit-ass, you know, last-minute play like that. Um, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Without, be. you know, with those two losses, United would be with 50 points. Still six points uh, away from City, but, you know, you know, uh, City can draw here and there or even lose, and you're still in it. But now you're 10 points away. Even amount of games, and uh, it's looking like you're looking like Stevie G. Yeah, slippery Stevie G. 
Yeah, uh, and it, you know, not really much else to say. Out of the last, out of the last five games that United have played uh, in the league, the league, the league, the league. Stu, get this. Out of the last five, United have only won. One. Oh wow! Yeah, lost one, drawn three times, and won once. So that's uh, out of uh, out of a possible fifteen. You're only taking uh, six points. Oh, that's not good. That's that's terrible. That that's not title contending form. If we would have, well, you're not gonna win every single. You're not gonna win five games out of five every time, right? But see, but they they could have. Yeah, I know. City, yeah, City, yeah, fucking. Yeah. Uh, nah, I get you. You guys are the cock of the walk right now. I get it. Nah, I know. No, but, uh, you know, tough result. I mean, honestly, bro, I mean, it's no shame in it, bro, because West Brom, we drew against West Brom, too. They're a tough team, and you know how we say that about United. West Brom is the type of team to play good against the good teams and play mm-hmm. shit against the shit teams. So it's weird. They're, they're a weird team. Big Sam Allardyce had such a cheeky smile after the match, though. It's like... Motherfucker, man! Like you're proud of the draw. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> yeah, but you know, fucking Slavin Village got slated for celebrating a draw. You know, so it, it kind of goes to show the the media bias. But, but I get it. You he's know, English. He's English. Big Sam standing at six four. I mean, what's not to like? Anyway. I don't know. I I I wouldn't fuck with Village. No, no, no. Village is a mercenary. You know. That guy's probably seen some shit, um, you know. <laughs> yeah. The uh, KGB shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those Eastern Europeans, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, United bottle it. Um, I'm losing patience with Rashford. I'm losing patience with uh, Martial. I think I think those guys have earned a lot of uh, goodwill over the years. Mm-hmm. And to where to where they short. where they. You know, they've been a little bit beyond uh, reproach. Mm-hmm. Now we got to now we gotta start giving them shit. Rashford's decision-making after all these years. Remember when he came off as a wonder kid? Yeah, the wonder boy. Uh, you know, you're 23 now? 22, 23? Got five, six seasons? Yeah. All right, man. We, uh, <laughs> we need to see. We need, to, we need the decision-making to be better. Damn. That sounded Stop. eerily similar to Alexi Lalas, but go on. Yeah. He's like, like Wonder Boy, what's up with you? Like, well, he tries to dribble past three players every single time. I don't know if it's like... It's just, that's the thing about Rashford. People say it on Twitter all the time. This man plays like he's in a FIFA advert at times. Like He's so caught up in getting the highlight play instead of mm-hmm. sometimes making a simple pass. Don't get me wrong, he's world class at times. He's the the difference, but this season he but, can be. You know, he's this especially the second half of what we've been through so far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if he even when he's been in good positions to attack, he's been offside. You know, that's another issue with him. So yeah, I think. Uh, but that's those are problems that are fixable with the right manager, and I don't think uh, Old Gunner's the guy to fix it. You know, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about that. I say let him ride out the season, and then it's time to look for a new manager. Nagelsmann would be perfect. Somebody like that, you know, uh, Ten Hag. Um, yeah, you know, it, well, is United built for those kind of guys right now? No, not right now. It's a project, man. But th- this team isn't really built for for a true identity currently. But there's there's there is a nucleus that you hold on to. Bruno is a guy I hold on to. Maguire, even though he's been, you know, Maguire. I would love for him to pair up against. Pair, pair along with someone like uh, Stonesy. Uh, yeah, Stones, like someone like that. That's 
good at passing long. Because yeah, Maguire is really Ooh. good with dribbling. Pau Torres would be really good for him. So a long, like, you know, a long ball partnership with Maguire being able to dribble out um, and obviously keep, like you said, Bruno. Rashford. I'd keep Rashford. I, 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 would, I would keep Rashford, too. I mean, it doesn't seem like he wants to go. He's keep, not a bad player. Keep he's a really good player. He's still a really good prospect, even though he's been in the league for a good while now. Obviously, keep Greenwood. Keep Cavani. Cavani's a good like um, super sub. He, he's a good super sub. Yeah. Even starting games, he could start. Honestly, I think he I has think some of the most quality. I think he's able to instill a lot of knowledge within the young guys. Yeah, Martial. I don't know. I don't like. I I would find it harsh because he's had a lot of great moments with United, but I don't know. Maybe it's time to uh, to see what you can get for him. Yeah, especially when when he's not doesn't really have a defined position. Yeah. Um, but so where yeah. does that leave Pogba? That's that's what it comes down to for me too, because that's a player that you can still profit off. I think this has been or his not best. Profit, but I think this has been up. his best year with United since he's come back. Yeah, but that's not saying much. I mean, of, no, of course not. But he's always had those kind of moments, and this season he's been able to somewhat be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Keep him. Van de Beek out. Yeah, but I was never uh, along with that one to begin with. Uh, it's just, and then I think it's time to give uh, Henderson the the number one spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. I, mm-hmm. I've been take what you can get for De Gea. De Gea still got some value. Yeah, I mean, he'd 20, be, 30? Not only in England, but even if he goes back to Spain, somebody Spain's will probably going to be able to pay to pay top dollar for him. Yeah, so he, he could make a good twenty five, thirty for him. Yeah, totally. I mean, he's a legend. No, no, no matter what happens from here on out, he's still not only United legend, Premier League legend, Spain legend. You know, just a great keeper. Yeah, not, not not anymore. Maybe sometimes you know you just need a scenery change, find your form again. That's maybe that's what he mm-hmm. needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, yeah. Moving on from the United disaster, uh, Arsenal Gibbs leads the business. Mm-hmm. You don't really see that a whole lot. No, it was it was dominant too. It was four nil at one point, and then uh, you know Leeds got back into it as they normally do. You yeah, know, you'll never count behind. Leeds out. Nah, um, but but Obama Yang. Yeah, it's it's been his first game in a while where he's really uh, just stepped up for me. You know, uh, the goals were were really good. Was this know? his first game back too from his little sabbatical? I know he had some issues with I think his mom. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, he had, he had, I mean, the thing is, he had featured in a lot of games earlier and wasn't having the same uh, impression. So, I mean, it looks good that he's able to do it now. So that's good on him. Albeit one was a penalty, not to take away from the hat trick, but the other two were brilliant goals as well. Bellerin, I really like Bellerin's goal as well. Yeah. Uh, da- uh, Danny Zavaios with a uh, Meg assist. I don't know who he Meg, but it was a nice goal. And Arsenal, a much-needed result for them. It looks like they're picking it up. I'm not going to say they're on a streak because they do this and then they, they fall back. So we'll see what happens. But, but this was, like, Arsenal looked really good, though. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to remember who the competition is, too. And not, not to discredit Leeds, but yeah, you know, they are a recently promoted side. They are. And, uh, but, okay, so taking that away, they've given everybody trouble. Uh, City drew with them. Yeah, um, that's earlier, you know. They they can easily outplay anybody just due to that crazy system that Bielsa has, that Bielsa press. Yeah. Um, they're inconsistent. They, they've been, yeah, I know, but they've been playing good. I guess they're yeah. not like Brighton or Burnley. Like West Ham has been where much they're fortunate, better, you know. West Ham, West. I mean, there's so you're, teams. You're putting that, them on that level. No, no, no. I, I'm saying like, like for me, like Leeds is closer to Palace level. 
to Southampton level than they are to like you know contending for your for a European spot is my point. So I'm just saying yeah. like it's a good win. Don't get me wrong, but it's Leeds. You know, I think once they can do this against a big club, I'll really start to believe in Arsenal. But till then, I'll just kind of just uh, I'll be rooting for them. I'm rooting for Arteta, but didn't they give it to somebody recently? Or Chelsea was it? Mm, no. No, they gave it to somebody recently. They did give it to Chelsea when Frank Lampard was there, but that that was kind of like, you know, okay. two weeks ago. But um, I can't wait for the next North London derby, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because I feel like Arsenal have a much better chance of winning it now, and uh, I'd love to see that. Um, but, yeah, credit to, to Arsenal. Much-needed hat-trick for Aubameyang. Maybe this is able to propel him forward in the season. And uh, Bukayo Saka, a guy who didn't register a goal but was really massive this game, I have to say. He's just so good. Uh, he's my just goes to player. show that you don't need a goal to affect the match. Well, Gundogan would like a word. Well, he needs a goal to affect the match. Uh, uh, Saka left his handprint everywhere. If it wasn't for a hat trick from Obama Yang, he's man of the match. Saka is just a budget Raheem Sterling right now. Oh, 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 right now, right now, right now. But he can be he can improve. When you say budget though, it's like, wow. Ah, uh, it's no shame in that. He's what, 20 years old? 20 yeah, old? um yeah, just what was Raza doing at 20? Playing for one of the best teams in in Europe. Yeah, he was at Liverpool. Yeah. But I don't know if he was as effective as Saka is. Yeah, he almost got to a title. But I get you, though. No, I know what you mean. <sighs> yeah, well. Damn. We're, we're one Stevie G slip away from an alternate reality. One Aguero goal as well. Who Massive. knows? We might not even be here talking about this podcast. Yeah, maybe would have never met you. Maybe after not winning that title that year, I may have taken a different route and never, you know, got into a certain workplace and, or met you, you know. That's just the way life is sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, wow, Stevie G. Yeah, Stevie G. Um, it's crazy. Anywho, uh, next match, another London club against a Merseyside club in Everton. Fulham versus Everton. And this is when I knew that they were in for some trouble. You can't beat Fulham. I'm sorry, lad. And I like Ancelotti. I like his players. Ancelotti, laddie, laddie, laddie. Yeah, laddie, laddie. <laughs> He's good, man, but uh, not good enough. And Josh Maja, first game, Premier League debut, scores a brace. That must have been a dream for the guy. Happy for him. Uh, don't know if he'll keep it up, and I don't want to be too high on him just because I watched him on a documentary, but the kid has some talent. If he was wearing a powder blue shirt, you definitely would be just yanking it. I mean, I, I would like to see him at West Ham. I think he... You know, he'd be in better position. Unless you're talking about City, because he doesn't even get to our U21s right now. But that's that's besides the point. That's hmm. that's so, interesting. Liam, Liam DeLapp is clear. Uh, assuming I, assuming <laughs> that City can hold on to youth. Oh, I know, man. Uh, anyway. Because uh, then they go to the rivals and kiss the badge, right? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sad yeah. bloke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like players do that a little too easily these days. They like, kiss the badge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of grimy, but I, it's good shit, Hauser, you know? Oh, it's definitely like, oh, you guys didn't want to play me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's We're talking about, uh, I don't even know his name. Uh, I'm forgetting his name. I, I very, you, very British name. <laughs> um, Just got one of those names, huh? Yeah. He, he has, like, he holds records with City for the, the goal scored in the youth. Charlie team. McNeil. McNeil. 17 years old. 
scored over 600 goals for City at the youth level. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, United actually put in a million for him yeah, last a, year. Yeah, a million, yeah. That's that was, a lot. That's a lot. He's a promising player, you know. Um, but, you know, he wasn't getting the adequate amount of playing time, according to him or his agent. You know, but this, the thing is, City have so many talented players, even at that level, it's hard to get a game. 600 goals? That's a lot, yeah. Who's scoring that? To be fair, though, like, they're counting everything from, like, U9s, U8s, you know, all that. So it is a lot. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away that. But, you know. Yeah, that's only about, like, 10 less than I scored. Ah, damn. Yeah. Ah, no, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, he, uh, he scored four goals in the oh, City the, United yeah. Derby. Yeah, yeah. I did and see it. Uh, kisses the badge. So yeah. that, that's a big... That's a big fuck you without saying fuck you to yeah. Uh, City. Yeah, definitely. He'll definitely. Yeah, that's it. one of those things that's a, kind of a mistake on City's part. I mean, the chances that we're even going to use a, a a striker from our academy is very slim. I feel. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, like that's, I said, like yeah, like City's not really good at. I mean, the only one that we can think of. The kid's name is Charlie McNeil. You said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see him playing for Preston North End in a few years. <laughs> Trash ass. Ah, this kid. I, the, I mean, uh, I got two players out of City's academy that come to mind that are actually, like, very high level. Foden, Sancho. Yeah, and that's it. Kalechi Hinacho? No, ah. sir. Oh, no, sir. Um, he's a good player, but no, he's not yeah. Foden level. Oh, yeah, Foden's different gravy. Sancho. Oh, different gravy as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Fulham beats uh, Everton 2-0. Yeah, 2-0. Yeah, good, very good result for them. I'm starting to believe in them a little, you know? But, Fulham? Yeah. I think they're going to make it out. So then that's the thing. I was just going crazy. I Thinking like, if okay, if Fulham go up, Brighton can't go up. So either it's going to be between those well, two. Well, Newcastle's in 17th with 25. Yeah, they're six points clear. I just struggled to see them losing a lot. <sighs> in an, in a, you know, if I could have my way, I wish it was Burnley going down, but that that doesn't they seem like it's gonna wins, happen. Yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be between those, and uh, we'll see. I don't know who I root for because I like both teams. So I, I guess I kind of like Fulham a little more because uh, they have some more notable players in my opinion. Anthony Robinson comes to mind, but you know, also like Josh Maja now. De Cordova Reed. De Cordova Reed. Uh, Caballero. Mitrovic. Ah, Mitrovic. Mitro God. Yeah, he's. Yeah. Mm, uh, you know, he's like a Troy Dini to me. Yeah, he's a he's the Serbian Troy Dini, <laughs> basically. Anyway, uh, yeah, moving on from that. Uh, Sunday, the that was the last match, and then Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, West Ham gives uh, Sheffield United the business. Declan Rice takes the penalty right off Lingard's platter. <laughs> Damn. But I respect Declan Rice has been there longer and, by the way, fabulous He's penalty. He's a skipper, right? Yeah, fabulous penalty, too. Just well, ta- well taken, you know. And, uh, yeah, Issa Diop scores for them. And then Robbie Fredericks, who got a nice little touch from, uh, who was it that gave him the assist? Damn. Oh, uh, Saeed Rama. I remember now. Oh, that was at the end. Yeah, at the very end. So, yeah, good result. I mean, you're expected to beat Sheffield, but I will say Sheffield played very... They played good, man. They just can't fucking finish. They did. Well, McGoldrick actually had a really good match. Yeah, he's their best He's their best attacker by far, man. Yeah. I just can't think of it's anybody just, else. It's crazy that he's, what, 36? Yeah, 36. He's like, uh, you know... It's crazy that your 36-year-old is your best player. Yeah. <sighs> man. Yeah. Sheffield United. I feel bad because... Uh, 
It's like it's seasons like this where there's not really a whole lot going on for your team in general. Yeah. And your best player is 36, who's not that good on yeah. top of everything. Yeah, yeah. This is like one of those, like, you go down mm-hmm. to the championship, but you don't really have much to compete. And you're stuck in this kind of purgatory in the championship. Mm-hmm. And you might even slide down in a couple years. Pull a Sunderland, you know? Yeah, exactly. In the river where we used to build the boats. Oh, yeah, I'm about to cry. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I feel bad, bro. But, you know, not everybody can be at the party. You know, that's the thing. VIP yeah. is, is only, what, uh, 17, 17 spots. If you don't make the cut, then sorry, man. You didn't bring your own brew? Sorry, man. <laughs> no bit. No females? Nah, sorry, man. You didn't got the dollar for the party? Damn. Uh, you like, gotta go. <laughs> oh, but I see those three in the championship. Yeah, come over here. And there's three baddies. It looks like it's going to be Norwich, Swansea, and Brentford. You know, somebody up new there. New meat. Yeah, new meat. And that's that's the beauty of the beast, you know? But good result, West Ham. Sorry, Sheffield. At least you guys will probably break the 13-point barrier, which is something. But not, not today. Not this week, I should say. Moving on to more... Um, closer game barely you know not by much but Chelsea against Newcastle um so Tammy Abram went down the first half I don't know the severity of the injury but Giroud came on you know almost immediately makes an impact and scores the opening goal and Timo Werner I told y'all I told y'all he's gonna come good just wait on it Tuchel they speak German they get each other man and yeah it's happening I was a bit upset that Pulisic didn't get a go but Tuchel's response was that he had to bring on Giroud, so he didn't have room for him on the third sub. I get it, but um, anyways, good result for Chelsea. That's like, what, like five straight unbeaten now? Uh, yeah, uh, with Tuchel. Uh, yeah. Going back to the Werner thing, uh, he's going to come good. He scored a shit-ass goal. Uh, but if he misses it, we're all having a laugh, right? Well, we're all be like, oh, that's typical. Yeah. Fine, fine. I mean, it's... Not a nice goal. I don't know if it's indicative of him coming back or being good. Uh, but 100 days without scoring. 100 exact days. McGoldrick does it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, But that's a, that's a fucking League One type player. Uh, <laughs> that's a breath weight. <laughs> but he, but he, he gets assists, though, you know? Which I will How say... How many does he have, though? Well, um, we can find out. Yeah. Let's look it up. Backpack, backpack, <laughs> backpack. All right. Yeah, but, you know, while Nestor searches that up, yep. I'll go over some of the uh, match stats. It's not even worth mentioning. Match Chelsea. stats. Match stats. Chelsea 65% to thir- their thir- 34% uh, possession. Yeah, they just outshot them. It wasn't close, man. You know, Newcastle was lucky to actually only lose by two that day, which will help them with goal differential. But, yeah, man, um, Tuchel has really changed the team. Yeah, they actually like have an identity. Yeah, they have um, they have swag again, man. <clears throat> they, they, they looked on. There's a there's a, like a purpose to the way that they're playing. Yeah. Um, Do you think uh, Frank Lampard is salty at home, watching or? Oh, uh, I, I, I hope he's happy. I hope. I hope he. I hope he's able to identify. He's like, oh, I could use this player like that. I see the purpose that they're doing. Mm. If he's going to be salty and just be upset that, that they're not losing yeah, yeah, or keep drawing or whatever it was that he was doing, then he's not going to learn. You know, 
like the Riddler says in Batman. Batman. What if he mopes? Just mopes around like... Yeah. Mm. yeah he's like, I'm not watching. Well... Nah, babes, nah. T- turn that game off. I'm not trying to watch that rubbish. <laughs> Fucking little... Yeah, yeah, I just feel like that's how he's reacting, though. Yeah. Know? I mean, you if, if you're not watching, you won't learn nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's grimy, man. Uh, Werner, by the way, has a five assists. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, he's not exactly, like, you know, KDB, per se. Uh, but why, why did I know you were going to say that? Ah, uh, well, that is... It the, always comes back to Manchester City That player. is the record holder. Um, I mean, it's above average. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It is above average. Uh, I mean, he's not no Ron I'm not, Jeremy. I'm not, I'm not no Harry Kane. <laughs> 11, 11 assists for uh, Harry oh, Kane. Harry Kane, though. Man, what a guy. Is, is KDB still top of the assist chart, by the way? Harry Kane's the top uh, with 11. Where's KD, KD? KDB and Jack Grealish are sharing, are sharing second place. With 10? Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruno Fernandes with 9. Let's go, man. KDB's back today, too, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Bastard. Ah. Fucking Macaulay. Ah, no, just kidding. Macaulay Colgate. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, where were we? Uh, yeah, we- Chelsea, Chelsea have a purpose. The way that they're playing, uh, I like, uh, I like what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Probably the best team in London right now. Not named West Ham. Hmm. Interesting. Crazy to say, I know West Ham, though, man. Interesting. Hey, we saw they put a 3-0 three, three bollocking on Sheffield, which is not saying much. but It's not saying anything. Ah, damn. Well, the fact that they can they can get a win that they're supposed to, I guess, but should have some credit. Sheffield drew against... Ah, whatever. Sheffield beat, I know. Ah, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. That was a draw. But para, para, boludo. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, today there was a couple of makeup games. Oh, that's right. I was about to go into predictions, but today... There was a couple of makeup games. Um, Breakup for your makeup. Uh, Burnley versus Fulham. We don't care, but we watched that. Yeah, that was yeah. a boring one, though. It was a, yeah. Austin Barnes, though, man. He's actually, you know, getting a lot of goals for Burnley. Uh, kind of reminds me of a budget Danny Ings, I'll say. Not not with the same amount of swag, of course. Danny Ings has got the first, the fresh sleeves. <laughs> You know that that young cool professor look. He's got the undercut. Undercut, probably like skin fade. Goes to libraries and walks his dog around so chicks can talk to him and shit. You know? <laughs> like the sensitive tough guy. I, I don't know. Anyways, Austin Barnes, you know, great great game for him. He picked up his goal. Ola Aina, one of the more highly touted Nigerian prospects, grabs his goal for Fulham and they split points. Um, I guess a good result for both teams, but better for Burnley because they're just amassing them now. Yeah. And then uh, the following match, City versus Everton. What is there to say, man? I don't want to sound like a broken record here, but this is the best team England has seen. Um, if not up there with the, some of the best teams England has seen. You mean ever? Yeah. Hmm. You know, currently, currently the way they're playing, I mean... I don't know the way if they continue at this pace, they're gonna. F- I think they're gonna finish with the best goal differential uh, ever, you know. But I mean, this is like me being hypothetical about it. But to touch on on the game itself, um, Foden opens the score with a ball that trickles out, hits it on the volley with his weak foot, takes a deflection, but the the ball was still looking like it was going goal bound. The guy, you know, he's just playing out of his skin right now. Doesn't always need like the clearest chance, but he scores. 
and then Richarlison uh, scores a really nice goal, which was really, really, I think for me, and I tweeted this earlier, I think it was the best goal any team has scored against City this year, just because the buildup was so, you know, just laser bing, fast. Bing. Exactly, yeah. and then a, a final touch by Richarlison. Uh, and it's it's uh, important to note that Everton were missing uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who for me is their player of the season. Uh, but yeah, you know, City end up doing the work. Uh, Mares scores a, another banger as he normally does. Mares and Bernardo Silva scored the same goal. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> man. Like same position, it's same crazy. shit defense. Now that you mentioned and you were mentioning Pedro Neto earlier, like City probably have the best trifecta of left-footed players in the world right huh, now. I didn't, I didn't think about because that, that's yeah. Bernardo. Foden and Silva mm-hmm. but that's just a trademark of us you know really because when we had David Silva it was the same thing but a great goal from Bernardo and Mares. Um, you know not much else to say a standard win for City I would have loved the clean sheet but you know Everton are our class you know um, it was a good goal a good goal from Everton yeah um, yeah there's not a whole lot to take away from that uh, City were just better it's starting to get boring man it's like kind what, of what KDB told Pep. You're a shit coach. All you do is win. <laughs> it's like, what can you say, man? He figured out he figured out how to maximize his attack without having good attackers. Yeah. Well, without having a good striker, I should say. Because attackers, you know, Sterling, Foden, Bernardo, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus um, was kind of poor today. Well, when you don't have, like, good, like, finishing is what I meant. Yeah. Just that curl that they're able to do on the on the wings is gotta respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Alright, so we'll move on to our predictions for this upcoming week. Uh so we're we'll we're looking at the preview. Um Friday, February nineteenth, Wolves versus Leeds, 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 Leeds. Yep. I'll, uh, Leeds, 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 uh, Leeds, Leeds. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I love Leeds. Um, I wouldn't say love. I like three two. I respect. I respect their their game plan, but playing their style against a, a very disciplined team like Wolves, I have a two two draw. Three two. Uh, Pedro Neto bags his. Podense probably is gonna score. <laughs> yeah, Podense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You keep telling me that he's gonna score and he never shows up. Hey man, but he wears the ten for a reason. I'll yeah, they ran that. out of shirts that fit them. Ah, fucking hell. But, yeah. And then for Leeds, uh, you know, Jack Harrison and Rafinha, who's my favorite player currently, the way he's playing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, what I have no to No love for Patrick Bamford? Mm, he's just a little opportunistic guy. Um, what, that's a striker? Yeah, but... Maybe, maybe Jesus can learn something. Oh, man, Jesus. If only he had the graft Jesus had, maybe he'd have a future in the league. But for me, Bamford is like Will Griggs level. Maybe Whoa. League One, League Two. Whoa. Sometimes maybe good, uh, sometimes mostly shit. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Um, I think... Uh, Bumford. I think Bumford is up there with the scores. Yeah, Patrick Bamford. 12 goals tied for uh, 6th place. Womp, womp, womp. Mm-hmm. So you tell me you'll take him over Ings. Well, I mean, you're telling me that you'll take Ings over Jimenez because Ings scored more. I don't know. You tell me. Oh, I, I, li- I like Jimenez. Jimenez and, and Bamford don't deserve By to the be. way, this is crazy to me, but... Hmm. Aubameyang has eight goals. Is that little for you? You thought he had more? No, that's a lot for him. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. I thought he only had like five, maybe. 
the good thing about Arsenal is they've had a good split between him and Lacazette. So yeah, Lacazette. Oh, they're tied. Yeah, they have eight goals. No, I both. know my I know my shit. I'm glad you do. <laughs> I hope you would. You're, you uh, host a podcast, man. What the fuck? No, man. That's all you, boss. I, oh, I just read your coattail. Ah, uh, no, no, don't say that. Uh, don't say that. Don't sheesh. don't don't big me up like that. Ah, uh, bueno. Damn, City, a midfielder is their leading scorer. Hmm. It's it's been like good. that, yeah. And they're and they're good, huh? And Fo- it's always well, Foden's more of a you know fox winger, but um, yeah, it's crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Southampton on Saturday hosting Chelsea. Southampton, by the way, are what six losses, six league losses in a row. Yeah, they're playing terrible. Uh, and it's gonna be seven. <laughs> I think. Yeah. 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 Chelsea are, are playing really well right now. I'm not gonna get up to watch this, but respect, you know. Um, you're not gonna stay up to watch it, or you're not gonna get up. I don't think. I'm, nah, man. I'm I'm healthy now. I'm going to sleep at midnight. You know. I'm, yeah, I'm, you I'm, gotta take care of your mantle. Yeah, take, take care of my chickens, chickens and <laughs> you know. But yeah, Chelsea should win. Um, I don't know if it'll be super convincing, but like two nil, two one. I think it will. I think it will be very uh, convincing. Uh, I see a three one win. Ah man. Yeah. Timo uh, Werner on the score sheet again or nah? Sure. Sure. Timo Werner. Nah 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 nah. This is this is Giroud's time to to really grab this opportunity by the horns now that Tammy But but Giroud has always shown up. Giroud is good for 15, 16 goals a season. Yeah. So like I'm not. I'm not surprised. Actually, he's not that high up this season. Where yeah. Are we at? Where are we at, Giroud? I mean, to be fair though, he's under limited minutes now. He's been very limited, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, so so you got a you got a. Uh, I have a Chelsea win, but like you know, two one Chelsea. And I oh scoring wise, I have Timo Werner and uh, I don't know Christensen. Kurt Zuma, set piece, something like a that. A set piece, man. Yeah. Giroud has four goals this season. Well, he, you know, he was really good in the Champions, though, I will say that. I think that's where he scored, like... Oh, yeah, he went out, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. He was, that was, like, you're really right, good. Right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Some people hate on Giroud for no reason. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Amilcar and uh, Kevin. You know, they say he's robotic. I, I like the guy. He's elegant on the, on the pitch, you know. He's uh, a proven... Premier League striker, World Cup champion, but any, scores goals everywhere he goes. I, I, what else do you want? But the thing is, anytime somebody hypes him up, they're like go kart, and it just kills the the, the, the debate right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how many players are Benz? <laughs> how many players are Benzema? Uh, Lewandowski, Goon, Suarez. Goon. Oh, 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 oh. He did that. Nah, but you know you gotta you gotta remember you gotta remember though Kuhn when he was in La Liga he was a factor before before Benz got in there even so, but you know I love Benz I'm a fan of his so it's hard to compare you know different leagues but yeah no uh, Chelsea easy easy money yeah uh, Burnley hosting West Brom come on West Brom (sighs) I want both to take a loss that's not possible sir I know Uh, I know um. But it'll be Hoovas for. Yeah, I don't know. I have a one-one draw. Let's take a draw. Yeah. yeah. I'll never... Draw twenty-one. I'll never go for Burnley. 
Uh, Liverpool hosting Everton. Ooh, Merseyside Derby. Come on, you blues. Come on, Toffees. I know they're going to be inspired. Two L's in a row. Liverpool looking shite. 3-0 Everton. <laughs> ah, he Everton, he Liverpool's coming off a, off a nice win. I know, and they're going to be feeling themselves. The Champions League and, and the league is two different animals. And Everton's not looking all that good. They they do have two losses. And they're missing DCL, and I know. Mi- and they mi- yeah. Yeah. Liverpool. They scored against City. Liverpool though. 2-0. And I told myself, I'll stop taking Liverpool. But I'm not going to take Everton. Mm-hmm. If Everton had Fellaini, if they had Jagielka, Lukaku. if they had Ross Barkley, if they had... Uh, who else did they have back then? Lukaku? No, they... Oh, uh, well, yeah, they did, but he's bummed. Uh, uh, damn. Anyway... Liverpool 2-0. Easy as you like. Easy as you like it. Uh, Fulham hosting Sheffield United. <laughs> you know Fulham? Uh, uh, I take Fulham. Fulham. Yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah, Fulham 2-1. I have Fulham 3-0. Whoa. Bobby de Cordova-Reed and uh, Josh Maja, the newcomer. And maybe like a set-piece goal for... Um, Mitrovic? Mitro. Yeah, why not? Alexander Mitrovic. Yeah, Mitro. All right. He's uh, very good. Ooh, West Ham versus Tottenham. You like Hammy. that rhyming? Ham. Oh, I could be a rapper. I'm rhyming the same word with the same word. Ah. Fuck. God. Uh, Jeez. Blue cheese. You know what? I can't do it. I can't do it to myself this this time. Take West Ham, bro. Tottenham, let's go! Come on, Jose. Come on. A 1 0 win. Jose up. Mourinho, fuck off Mourinho, fuck off Mourinho. Uh, yeah, let's do fuck it. Two to one. Mourinho. Two to one. All right, I'll, I'll take West Ham. Uh, two nil. Nice. Mikel uh, Antonio. I mean, what what else is there to say? Oh, he's gonna get. He's gonna get his. But uh, Tottenham's gonna get more of theirs. So. Oh, that's like that uh, Marshawn Lynch. He's like, they're going to get theirs, but I'm going to get mine more than I get got them. But, uh, that's going to be Kane's mentality, huh? That's right. Yeah, that's oh, a Kane brace. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, we'll see. It's been a while since he's had a brace. Yeah, yeah. It's well, he's, to, he's, you know, him and him and son have been... Uh, interchanging. It's they've, been, really, yeah. they've been splitting it, you know? Mm-hmm. The little devil's three-way there. All right, uh, Aston Villa hosting Leicester. I like this match. I like it. Um, I like it. I lot. take Lester though, man. Uh, I'll take a Jack Grealish masterclass for one, please. Jeez, that one must, zero. Hey, he's been he's been the ghost this year, calendar year though. Maybe with the exception of like the first few weeks of January, but man, I, I, I'm not uh, gonna blame him for it though. But you know, yeah, United suck suck their uh, soul. Yeah, and then you know, uh, ever since uh, City ruined Tyrone Mings, it's like the guy can't. Find his form. You mean ever since Rodrigo cheated? Okay. Whoa. Whoa. But we have the less amount, the least amount of, not the least, but we don't have as many penalties as some teams. We don't have uh, VAR decisions in our favor as some teams. Cut us some slack, huh? We're homegrown grassroots success. (laughs) Yeah. You guys don't step on other players and get the penalty call. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yeah. Right then. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'll take Aston Villa 1-0. I'll take Jack Le- Grealish Masterclass. 
Oh, you know what I what I'm gonna love about this game, and I'm ah, fuck. I'm probably not gonna get up for it. But Madison versus Grealish. Yeah, they're really good friends off the pitch and on. You know, obviously, but well, not really on it. I should say, uh, but Abitha's Abitha Abitha homies. Yeah, bro. Like you know, those those guys have seen some shit together <laughs> that you know maybe isn't safe for work. But yeah, I think they're both gonna ball. But I I just think Leicester has a better team. I'll go two one Leicester. All right, uh, man, match of the week. Really. Match of the week. Uh, I like Liverpool Everton more because that one I feel is more competitive. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. Arsenal are going to win this. I, I believe. I think our streak is going to end. <laughs> oh, uh, man. No. Uh, uh, I do. I do. Nah, yeah, you, you, uh, Arsenal has so much pace. Uh, Arsenal has so much pace, man. Yeah. No, I know. No, but uh, truthfully, though, like, I think Arsenal is going to be our toughest game since Spurs. Like, like dead ass, dead ass. I don't dead know. Dead ass, B. I had dead ass. Cut the cameras. Nah. I really, I really think so. I don't know if we'll lose, but I think we will draw this game. Truthfully, not like no bullshit. I think we're due for I, one, man. I do, I do see drop points, but I think uh, Arsenal are, are going <sighs> to 2 0. Oh, no. I, I don't know. I, I, I just, um, I don't think City can keep up this, this form of winning every game. It's getting crazy. Like, I don't think it's possible. They can surprise me, but I think it's time we drop points, man. And no, no, no coach knows our system better than Arteta from a third person perspective. So I'll give them a draw. Maybe like, it's going to be a good game. Hopefully like two, two draw three, three, something. I see a two zero win Arsenal. Have at it, boys. The thing is, like, you've had this prediction for weeks, and it's just every week City just... I I, the last time I actually chose against City was uh, Spurs. Uh, last week. Oh, no, <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then Liverpool. Yeah, but that's that was a little further back, no? I but, think that was a week before, wasn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, City are just playing crazy. I just don't think they'll lose, but I think we'll drop two points, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and Lacazette is picking. I mean, sorry, Aubameyang is picking up form. Mm-hmm. We're still probably going to be missing Aguero. We're still probably going to be missing uh, Gundogan, maybe. So yeah, it could happen. We'll see. I know. I mean, I, I hope City win, bro. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just trying to be realistic here. And I'd love the opportunity to talk shit to my friends that are Arsenal fans. So if they win, I'll be happy and yeah. I'll claim it. But yeah, I want to see. I want to see Arsenal beat Manchester City. Ah. Uh, like in the FA Cup. Oh, that was semi final. Moving on. Um, Manchester United hosting uh, Newcastle. Come on, man. Come on. 3 yeah. 0. United. Have at it. Newcastle United? Uh, oh, yeah, huh? No, I have Manchester a, United. I have 2 2 draw. A 2 2 wow. draw. Wow. Wow. I, I don't, don't like it. Uh, I don't like that prediction. Why? Well, because United isn't winning. That's why. <laughs> oh no, I get that, but I feel like it. it could I don't happen. see. I don't see anything that Newcastle brings to the table that United can't can't fathom. Can't overtake. I thought the same with West Brom. I thought the same with Sheffield. I thought the same with a few other teams that I won't name. But Newcastle have Miggy. Yeah, Miggy. Yeah, Miggy and Saint Maximin healthy. Yeah. Say Maximine, um, you know, you know what's funny about Maximine? Uh, if you look at his stature and his size, it's the exact same shape as Aaron Wabasaka's pocket. Whoa! Yes, sir. Sheesh. The thing, the thing about Aaron Wabasaka's pocket is, it's it might be his size, but it's made of 
it's made of cotton you know it's made of cotton and the thing is when you're as hot as Maximine in term of form you're just gonna burn that pocket through burn a few holes in that defense set it up for Miggy and Miggy when he's in the in the, the you know 18 yard box man some of the one of the most clinical attacking mids I, I really rate the kid I don't know one of the most clinical he's up there he's up there I, I like the kid he's sharp um and historically, uh, Newcastle always gives United a good game. We're, we're threatened by his four goals this season. To be fair, nobody at Newcastle's really killing it. I mean, Callum Wilson maybe, but... Callum Wilson's their best player. Whoa. Well, not like in terms of goals, I yeah. guess. Um, in terms of best player, I think still St. Max and me. Yeah. Man, what? That boy struggling to breathe because he had COVID talking about he's the best player. Nah, just kidding. COVID. Nah, that's some serious shit. Like, wow. Uh, Like, so much sympathy, huh? Nah, I'm just kidding. You know, nah, it's... Carlos Wilson has 10 goals. Hey. Hey. Hey, but, you know... Five assists. Some of those were from penalties. A lot of them, I should say, actually, from penalties. That's true. Anyway, uh, yeah, moving on from that. uh, So, you have a draw. I have a United win. Manchester United win. Mm -hmm. Um... Crazy, you're crazy. Um, Monday, Brighton hosting Crystal Palace. <laughs> we don't care. Damn, that's a good one, though. I'm tired of choosing Crystal Palace, so draw. I'll take Brighton, yeah. Brighton, draw for me. I'll take Brighton, nil nil. 2 1. Malpe, Trossard, Masterclass, and Crystal Palace, maybe Zaha. I don't know, man. You like Zaha, I don't know why. He's swaggy. <laughs> But you hate other players for the same. You know what? Uh, Never mind. We'll take. We'll talk about that later. Oh, and then on Tuesday, Leeds versus Southampton. Wait, did is that a rematch? I don't know. I think it's a, like a makeup game. I, I don't know what it is. Because Leeds are playing another team of that like of that level. Like, and we just re, we just previewed it. I'm just forgetting who it was. Um. Well, they play on Friday. Wolves. So oh, I think it is. I think it is a makeup game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take. Uh, I'll take uh, Southampton. I'll take Leeds. Yeah. Leeds. 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 We'll Southampton see. for the eighth loss in a row. By the Fuck. way. Fuck. I know. That's why I just find that hard to believe. But you I, know, well, could you be know. possible. Yeah. Yeah. You can't play yourself out of shit. Hey, man. They have Hustle Hut or <laughs> Hassan Hut. You know. Ever yeah. since he he cried after beating Klopp, he's he hasn't been the same. There you go. All right. So we'll go over the. Uh, um, We'll go over La Liga. Oh, for sure. And then uh, we'll move on to other ventures, if you will. All right, so um, Friday, Santa Vigo beats Elche 3-1. to one. Elche. Yeah. Um, Santi Mina, man. What a player. He's huh? a good player. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm he's surprised like he hasn't gone to a bigger club. Well, maybe he's uh, you know making his claim. Yeah. No, for me, he's one of uh, Celta's brightest prospects. Celta's a good team, but they have a very veteran-based team. Yeah, you know, they have yeah, they're very Aspas, seasoned. Nolito, you know, it's just guys that are up there, not the fastest, not the quickest, but they're they're very wise. And I think mm-hmm. he's learned a lot under them. I think he's ready to make that very, jump. I, I like their system that they that they play, too. Yeah. They're very the, dynamic. Yeah. They have their really like, they have a unique identity for a Spanish team, too, truthfully. Like, I don't know if it's the Celtic roots. And they have my tocayo. Oh yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
Well, the three representatives. Let's not talk about him. One, too of, much. one of the only ones that get playing time too. Yeah. One yeah. of the only Mexicans getting playing time. Yeah, because I mean, you, you get it with Atchiatchi because you know that's a tough team to break into. Yeah, Atlético's stacked. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's good for Araujo. He's a good player. He's I don't know defender. if he's John Brooks, but you know who John Brooks exactly from Wolfsburg. Ah, uh, Wolfsburg. Sheesh. I mean, I could check what place they're in right now. Probably the same as Celta though. Celta's not no, anything no, to speak no. of. They're, they're, good. they're doing good. They're doing good. I think they're third. Well, what are they? Celta. Celta's ninth. Oh no no Wolfsburg. I mean. Oh, Wolfsburg. Let's see. The German Bundesliga. Oh, they're in fourth. Oh, fourth. Okay, yeah. Last I checked, they're in third. But yeah, man, I'm telling you. Not bad. You, not bad. John Brooks, best best center back in Concacaf. But but Germany has a farmers league, right? They are, they are. Well, only only when it's so convenient s- for my ass. That's crazy. Nah, nah. Well, no. <laughs> when you can be a good center back at one of the lesser teams in Bundesliga, it is a bit impressive because you you have to go against Dortmund, you know, Bayern. When you're a center back at Bayern, it's like oh shit, you have to worry about Armenia, Bellafield or whatever. It's a weak ass team. That that drew with. Byron, even though we don't touch on Bundesliga too much, but Can anyway, talk about that? nah, fuck, fuck Bundesliga, bro. It's not even worth it. Hmm. Well, we'll, we'll, we will talk about it in a little bit, it's just for a recent transfer that came up. <laughs> Yupa Meccano. Yeah, no suspense there. All Ooh. right, so on a Saturday, uh, Granada hosting uh, Atletico Madrid. Yes, sir. Little bro, uh, Granada. Granada, listen to me. Whoa. They drew the game. It was tied at one point, and then Angel Correa, uh, one of like, I don't know, 28 or 29 next Messi's, mm-hmm. you know, breaks the tie. And it's, it's uh, pretty good, man. Atletico, yeah, finally after like 12 years. Whoa. Atletico uh, wins the match 2 to 1, as they do. Mm-hmm. Granada's not a terrible team. No, they're not. And Eighth the guy place. who scored Yangel Herrera, city product as well, by the way. Yeah, another one that they couldn't keep. Ah. Um, two to one. Yep. Atletico rolls on. The next match is Tabia versus uh, Huetca. One to one win. One to zero win uh, mm-hmm. for Sevilla. Sevilla yeah. is on a pretty good streak in the league. Munir Al Haddadi, the Barcelona product. The the next Messi. Ah, uh, nah, nah. He was more the next like, big thing for Barcelona, right? Yeah. Like one of 78 of them. Sheesh. Since Messi's debut. Um, yeah, Sevilla's in fourth place uh, pretty comfortably as well. They're seven points clear of uh, fifth with a game in hand. Um, not bad. Not bad. Sevilla started off kind of shaky, and they've uh, been able to uh, get a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good position in the top four, so yeah, they're they're not bad. I like I like their team as well, up and down. Yeah, you know, I like I told you earlier uh, on a different conversation, but I think they have one of the best center back partnerships in the league as well. Yeah, Kunde sure. and Diego Carlos. I mean, just two really good defenders. Yeah, two different styles too. They're probably gonna get poached. Yeah. Probably by poach too, because they, that's an area they can improve in. Uh, PSG. PSG. Yeah. Yeah, I don't trust uh, Marquinhos, and I don't trust the other no name. Who is it? Yeah, it's some it's some random um, Keller. No, he's a, he's a right. No, back. Keller's the right back, but yeah. he, he he's cheeks too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely 
He's not good. I don't. I don't think he's all that good. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, Thebia versus Wesca. One zero, mm-hmm. and these are the kind of matches that that Sabia barely gets by. You know, they're like that though. You know, it's not like yeah. out of the normal for them. Uh, I'm actually looking up the the uh, PSG lineup. If I can find the damn league. Oh, I know who it is Kimpembe. Is it? I yeah. thought he was more of a left back. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm just remembering who I was seeing this week. Who were you seeing this week? French League in. Yeah. Oh, no, it's just PSG Barca. I was remembering who was in that lineup. Because other than that, I'm not going to watch PSG unless it's Champions League. Ligue 1 is a... Oh, well, to be fair, Lille is first place right now. Nobody likes to talk about that, though, huh? I don't... Mbappe is a world beater, though, right? <laughs> Fucking hell. He is. I mean, PSG's one point behind. Yeah. You know, are we going to shit on the team for being one point behind? But but yeah, at enough. the same time, we shit on a team, on a league for having one consistent champion. You know, you can't win with these folks. Nah, man. It's a farmer's league. Ah, so it's Kimpembe, Marquinhos, Kurzawa. I think that's... Oh, Kurzawa's the left back. Yeah, okay, so it's Kimpembe and Marquinhos. Yeah, that that center back partnership could definitely use some sprucing up. And Kunde is French, so... Oh. Yeah, so... They've, they've got some sway over him. Well, there we go. We spoke it into existence. Ah, okay. I just said it so ah. Man United don't get him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, be scared. Ah. Uh, and, and Kunde's good in the air. He's good with his feet, man. Remember that goal he had against Barca? I think it was like a week ago. Mm-hmm. He took like fucking three defenders and shit. Copa del Rey? Yeah. All right. Um, so moving on from that, Neymar versus Valladolid. We don't care. But 1-1 one, one draw, double hockey sticks. Mm-hmm. Anything? Nah, nah, not much to say there. I think Brian Gil uh, scored though, right? Oh, no, he I, did He might have assisted. I think he had a game though. I heard he had a game. He's always good. I'm man. not really going to watch that, though, so I can't. Uh, nah. I can't be arsed. Nah, fuck that. And then uh, Barcelona versus uh, Alavez. I did watch this one. Uh, yeah. It was competitive for about 35 minutes or so. Yeah, man. Until However t- long it took for Alavez to, to tie it, which was 57 minutes, actually. Uh, and then... Uh, Trincao. Yeah. He oh prayed. no! It was two zero, and then played on his downfall. So, so Alavet. Well, one Trincao's not a great player. Let's be clear about that. But potential is there. I'm not a big what, fan. What by potential? Way. Like, what does that mean? Potential. Like, under the right system, maybe a few better players around him. If he scored more goals, if he did this, if he did that. Oh man! Hey, yeah. now we're talking about a different player altogether. Uh, Trincao's writing a good moment. That's three goals in two games. Fine, mm-hmm. fair, okay. Um, three goals in three games because uh, he didn't show up yesterday. Uh, that uh, doesn't count. Oh, Champions League don't count. I mean, I was talking about league. League games, okay, fine. Two two games, three goals. Um, took him that long, by the way, to have a goal. I don't know. They're still relying on Messi way too much to to come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, Dest hasn't really. 
No, Dust has been good. If we're gonna ju- judge him so. off the PSG game, no, that's no, no, a different no. Story. De- no, Dust hasn't been. We'll we'll get to Champions League, but Dust started off really great the first like three months. I mean, he, every time I watch him, it's good things. I mean, defensively, he can improve for sure. He's another Trent, I think. That's that's a good that's good company to be in. But I'm saying like, well, not this season. No, but you know. The thing about Trent is that you have to be able to concede that, you know, Marcelo, Dani Alves, of course, they're going to make mistakes defensively, but they're only going to look great when the offense is running at full fruition. It's not happening for Liverpool. It's not happening for Barca. But I think Dest is, you know, destined to be one of the better right backs in the world, uh, given time. Maybe he's having a rough patch right now. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, to, to, to shit on him, I think there's other players deserving of it on, on the Barca team. But for sure, the the rest of the defense. Oh well, the the whole the whole back line is terrible. All man. four, all four of them, and I think Des is the only guy you can keep and rebuild the rest. That's my that's my sure. Favorite. Yeah, I mean, you, well, you have to hold on to Des now. Yeah, at it's, this point. it's the destiny, man. At this point, you kind of have to write that one out. Um, I don't know. Barcelona, they look good against these teams that are relegation bound, and they do what they have to do. You, I yeah. guess there's no taking away from that. Mm-hmm. Because Alaves, you know. They gave Madrid the business. Yeah, yeah. Well, Madrid outplayed them. Mm. I said that we could go back on the podcast. Like I think it was like episode 31 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, you um, know. Goals matter, of course. Yeah. Feeling, feelings matter. Goals matter. <laughs> you know, feelings matter. But yeah, uh, but anyway, Barcelona handled business 5-1. Uh, to one. Um, They ran up the square at the end. They do mm-hmm. that. Flat track bullies. Moving on, uh, February 14th, Hitafe versus Sociedad. Sociedad hangs on for a win. One Alexander Isak, mm-hmm. the he's Swedish good. fish. He's good. Yeah, he's decent. Real Madrid beats Valencia. Yeah. 2-0. Two 2-0. To zero. Two Easy as you like. As they should. As they should. Um, you know, Valencia isn't, isn't going through their best moment currently. Valencia, I don't know. I think they started hot. They started okay, but I think there's a, I think there's a possibility that they get relegated. <laughs> it's possible, but man, I don't know if they. Eighteenth uh, place has twenty one points. Yeah, but you figure with some Nin- of the players they have, they they'll be able to. Nineteenth place has two games in hand. Mm. With eighteen points, they'll. That right, two wins there gets. It's funny because all the way up to, uh, all the way up to thirteenth uh, place, which is where Valencia is. You know they're in relegation zone. Hmm. It's kind of weird. It's yeah. It's I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I think uh, I think Valencia is better than than their record suggests. Than yeah. I, their their potential is better than what they've shown. Yeah. And um, they did give Madrid a pretty, pretty good battle for about twenty five minutes or so. They had a couple of chances, but after that, it was all Madrid. Um, Madrid's still struggling with the offense, though. The only thing that's really keeping Madrid there is one. Will Benz Benz is a one man army in the, yeah. in the front line at, at, these days, anyway. Um, but that that triumvirate, triumvirate. Of uh, Casemiro, Cross, and Modric, man, that's beautiful. That's beautiful football across those three players right there. And uh, Ben's got his nice goal in. Mm-hmm. 
out, near outside the box, far post. Mm. And then, you know, when I saw the, the – because I didn't watch it live, but when I watched the – when I saw the um, the score and the players who scored, yeah, I saw a cross. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I know exactly what he did. He passed it into the goal. Mm-hmm. He bent it outside. That's exactly how it was. I mean – Mm-hmm. Cross isn't gonna score any other way, and that's that's his little trademark there. Yeah, beautiful midfielder shouldn't be scoring goals like that. It it doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> oh well, he's not in the six yard box. Ah, oh. neither was Gundogan a few times, but <sighs> damn near. <laughs> Sometimes he. Does I mean, for being it. like yeah, for being like uh, pedantic about it, sure, but I don't know. No, no, he's a top player, and they have a great midfield, but you know. It's Valencia, lads. Let's, let's not get carried away. Uh, oh, I'm not saying we're world beaters now uh, because of that, even though we have the potential to be because simply of who we got. I don't I don't think the title is a, it's not quite a, escaped us. Yeah, it's not done and dusted the way it is in England, but damn near. I mean, you know, I know. I, I think, don't think so. Uh, we'll get into it in, in just a second. Just run by the scores. Levante hosting Osasuna. Zero to one. Osasuna wins. We don't care. Budimir. Yeah. This one was surprising. Uh, Betis uh, beats Villarreal on the road. Two to one. Villarreal's in sixth place. <clears throat> and uh, they actually could have gone to first. Or no, I'm sorry. To fifth. I said first. What a dickhead. That would be sick. Villarreal would have overtaken Sociedad with a win, but Betis came to spoil the party. Betis is in seventh with 33 points. So that was, a, yeah. that was an upper middle sort of fight there. Yeah. And then uh, Monday, Cadiz versus uh, Athletic Bilbao. Wow, Athletic Bilbao puts a four-piece on Cadiz. Cadiz, though. They're hitting a rough patch right now. Yeah, they, they started off really well. They were kind of like in the mid-table, sort of like mm-hmm. the eighth, seventh position. They're just overly relying on Negredo for me. You know, he was doing everything for them. The Spanish player. Yeah. Oh, well, Negredo's class for me. I, I've always loved them. Nolito, that's a different story. <laughs> that guy's a waiter for me. Fuck that guy. <laughs> nah, but... Um, He's a fair yeah, weather guy. Cadiz is... Uh, yeah, they're they're not, not in a good shape. But I think they'll still, they'll still stay up, though. Bilbao, though, has kind of picked it up, though. They start off really bad. Yeah, yeah, but they now they're at a plus six goal differential. Um, good for seventh place as far as goal differential goes. Mm-hmm. They're in tenth right now. They've kind of reversed the reverse, reverse. They've reversed the slide. They have a game in hand though with twenty eight points. So if they win that game in hand, as it stands now, they'd be in eighth place, comfortably in uh, and uh, in the league. Uh, Four goals by, uh, it's taking a while to load, Alex Berenguer. Two goals from him, Unai Lopez, and then Iñaki Williams. Easy as you like, son. Iñaki. Today there was one match, and uh, I think I think it was one of the more important matches of the of the league up, up till now. Uh, you don't think so. I think so. Uh, Atletico has been running away with it. They drew with Levante, double mm-hmm. hockey sticks. Didn't lose. Did not lose. I think if they lose, it's a lot more important, you know. But yeah, man. But if they win, they're eight points clear of the league. 
they still have a game in hand. They do. And that's sure. assuming that Real Madrid is going to go on a crazy tear, and they haven't shown me anything to convince me they can do that. So I, I'm not that worried if I'm if I'm Atletico, man. Like honestly, they have no injuries. They have their pretty much their whole like team available. But they drew against Levante. Yeah, and that's not worrying to you. No, it's more worrying. So not being able to beat Levante. It's worse when you lose against Levante. The way that uh, Real Madrid lost mm-hmm. to Alaves, you know, if you lose, that's that's more I meaningful. Think, I think uh, Madrid drew with Levante too. So we're not talking about quality here. We're talking about results. Yeah, it's draw points for sure, but. I mean, it's a draw, you know? It's not a loss. It's it's not a convincing loss. If it was like a 3-0 Atleti, I'd be like, yo, what's going on? But they, they, you look at Atleti's form, they're unbeaten in like the last seven games, you know, or more maybe even. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just don't want you to get your hopes up, bro. I'm looking out it's for not you. About, it's not about like hopes. I don't have illusions <laughs> that Madrid are going to win, uh, but, uh, but they're – but you don't – you don't necessarily give it up and, and, and grab your ankles – uh, Mid February, yeah, but you know, every nobody's perfect. Everybody's up for a blip. I mean, not everybody can win every match. Of course. And of I course. think the fact that they made it competitive, credit to but Levante. You know, two league matches, no, two out of three league matches drawn for Atletico. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, the important part is they're they've up only, for a bottle. They've only they've only lost once in the league. That's really impressive to me. That it, it's impressive, sure, but in terms of... They've only drawn four times, right? Or sure. five, maybe. Four um, times, four times. It's like... Ah, Fine. I, I get it, but man, the but, but the league is played week by week. Yeah. You know, we, we, don't, we don't win the league, as you say, in October. Of course, but if, I, if I'm going by the, the season so far, I just don't have much to believe that they'll lose many more this but they, year. But Atletico have been fortunate to get some of the wins that they have. Last-minute last minute goals... Yeah, Fort, fortune is part of the game sometimes, you know? It can be. It can be. I just don't think they're above dropping points here and there. Yeah, and, uh, I hear you. And hear Madrid, you. Madrid are right on their ass. Barcelona have a game in hand. Sevilla yeah, have a game Barcelona in hand. Barcelona, five games winning on the trot, by the way, as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like we're talking about Letty. I think uh, Real Madrid should worry more about Barca right now. Barca should worry about teams going after them. Barca should also worry about Madrid, too. It's just both during, of them. During, during the game, I mean, Barcelona look a lot more uh, shaky than either of the top four teams. Mm, I don't know. They're, they bully small teams. Well, that's what they always do. When a team gives it to them, like PSG did, oh, they don't know what to do. That, when they're on their heels, they suck. Yeah, but, that, I mean, who can play like PSG in, in La Liga right now? Who can go after them? Uh, Sociedad, Villarreal, oh, no, Sevilla, no, no, no. Madrid, and Atletico. No, Five no. teams right off the top of my dome. I don't know if they can put up performance. Even like Betis. Did, they know. struggled with Betis, by the way. They did. They, they were did. fortunate to have Messi magic and a trincao luck. Oh, man. But if, if they lost that game, we, we'd have a different conversation right now. For sure, for sure. Well, if Atleti lost? No, Barcelona happened to draw or lose to Betis. Oh, last of course. Week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's gonna get lucky sometimes, right? You know, we're up all night. Yeah, of course. But I don't know. I think it's gonna be a good finish for for second it is, place because I do but see I do place. see Atletico dropping points in the next few games. Fair. I'll, I can't I can't fight if you. They on drop, that. If, That's they drop you point, if they drop points in their next two matches, are you changing your two? Mm. Yeah, but like I said, I, f- I find that highly unlikely. Like For I've, them to drop points. Yeah. Because like, they've been fortunate to gain points when they shouldn't have. 
I don't know if fortunate's the right word. I mean, they've always generated more chances, you know, unless we're talking about the only game when I really saw them weak was against Madrid and credit Madrid beat them. But besides that, you know, yeah, they may maybe been fortunate to get a one a one goal advantage at times. But I don't know, man. I just think they're they're too defensively sound. Sure, they, they got scored on by Levante, but that's not that's not scaring me at all, man. Hmm. They got an experienced team. Levante wasn't good, man. I know, I know. But I don't know. We'll see. I think they're gonna bottle it. You hope they're gonna bottle it. I think I think uh, they're I think they're good for a few draws. Do you think Raul's good? I think it's going to be a close finish. Ah, man. It's just the thing. It's going to be a close finish between Madrid's side. I see it. And Barca, too? No. Oh, no. No. But Barcelona's going to implode in the next month or so. Damn. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. And and we're talking about fortune to get results. Barcelona definitely has been fortunate to get results. I mean, Madrid have won a few close games this season, too. But I I don't think. But when Madrid win. It's not because they they weren't playing better or like they, they got lucky in the last minute or anything like that. And I'm sure that's true for Atletico at times <clears throat> or Barca even, but I, I get it though. I, I know what you're saying. I it's not that's the thing about results is it can be misleading at times. Mm-hmm. But if you get them, you know, that's that's what matters. That is what yeah, exactly. You know. That'd be crazy if they come up with a metric in the future where you can only get two point five points because you didn't deserve it, you know. But it's like the it's, it's like the expected goals theory. Like I, I totally get I what hate you mean. XG by the way. Uh, I don't I don't want to buy it by any I'm, of that. I'm an shit. XG truther. I'm, I'm uh, you play football. I'm a big numbers guy like Daryl Morey. But anyways, uh, is that it for La Liga? We're we giving our predictions. We're doing a preview. Perfect. Let's let's do it because I'm ready to give my Atleti prediction whenever that comes. Uh, Betis hosting Getafe. Betis for Betis. Me. Yes. yes. Get in. Get in. Sergio Canales. Hostia. Que sos uh-huh. vos. Uh, <laughs> shit. Elche versus Abar. Do you want to say it or should I say it? No, no, you got it. I'd say Abar 1-0. Oh, I said we don't care. Ah, uh, damn. Uh, Abar. I just Brian Gill. I'm a Brian Gill guy. So. I like him. Yeah, he's good. I like him. I want to see him make a... <sighs> the next him. match. <laughs> Got me smiling. Uh, Guy, you cheesing? Yeah, Atleti 3-0, man. This is where they silence all the doubters. They tasted their own blood against Levante. Wait, so they're playing Levante back-to-back? Yeah, it was a makeup game. Ah, interesting. So full scouting for Atleti. Aha. Recent scouting. Yeah, man, 3-0. Aha. Yeah, I see I see Atleti uh, doing the work. But, it, but this isn't an indicator. Ah. Uh, uh, We'll see. We'll see. I'll be pissed off too if I was up thinking like, really, we fucking drew with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's show them. Valencia, Celta. Get, pull out that hang low. Uh, Celta Vigo, two to one. Yeah, I'll agree. Yeah. Oh man, come on. Yeah, Madrid Valladolid. I have Madrid winning four zero. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. It could possible, I guess, but I don't know. We'll see. I do have them winning like 2 0. Valladolid, as you say, is cheeks. Yeah, they are. They are. But They're know. not that good, man. Let's say that good. They're not good. They're a horrible, terrible team. Hmm. Paco Palencia used to play for them, by the way. Yeah, that's the former home of a brace. Oh, no, no. Valladolid was a Cuatamu Blanco when everyone was impressed that he went to Spain. Couldn't break through, yeah. could you? Fat fuck. Whoa. Hunchback son of a bitch. Nah. Uh, anyway. 
Barcelona versus Cadiz. Oh, come on. Barcelona continues his streak against beating up the little brother. Yeah, I'll take Barcelona. Yeah, 3 0 for me, Barcelona. Uh, Off Messi magic. No! Yeah, Messi will get a goal and maybe a goal from Pedri. That's what he does. Pedri. Yeah, and then someone's going to get overhyped on Pedri or whoever it is and whatever. Hey, he's good, man. Whatever, man. Skills pay the bills. Sure do. Sociedad versus Alamed. Yeah, Alamed has had a pretty tough schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Sociedad. Yeah, of course. Two, um, two, two one, two one. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Wethka versus Granada. Uh, Granada two Granada, zero. One nil. Mm-hmm. Yangel Herrera. Sure. And then uh, Athletic Bilbao versus Villarreal. Villarreal. They're gonna react after the L. I don't know. Bilbao's. Bilbao. Bilbao's been doing the okay. They've been doing okay the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Didn't they beat Barcelona for the Super Cup? Yeah, but, you know, Then cups. they lost the next match. Um, yeah, uh, Bilbao, 3-1. For sure. Oh, I have a Villarreal uh, uh, 2-1. Okay. And then uh, on Monday, Otasuna versus Sevilla. Oh, come on, man. Sevilla. Uh, yeah, Sevilla should win that. Yeah, 2-0. Yeah, yeah, that's a good result. And then the next, the final match, Wednesday, Barcelona. Oh, my God. Barcelona versus Elche. Oh, yeah, Barcelona. I think that's a makeup game as well. Barcelona. Easy. Taking out their anger against from PSG. Uh, I don't know. Another 3-0. That's what they do. They, they beat up these... Shit teams. Trincao probably this time. Trincao, wow. Okay, great player. All right, so let's get into uh, Champions League. Yeah. Couple games that uh, that happened. Um, so let's start off with. All right, so for Champions League results, uh, let's see here. Uh, yesterday on Tuesday, Tuesday the sixteenth, mm-hmm. we had a couple of matches. Yeah. Um, so. We'll get into that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig, uh, energy drink Leipzig, uh, hosting uh, Liverpool for uh, first tie, first mm-hmm. first uh, yeah first uh, leg of the tie. Liverpool give them the business two zero. Yeah, two two critical errors by by the Red Bull back line, basically leading to a one v one with the keeper. You do that with Mala, uh, Mala, Salah and Mane. They're always gonna kill you on that. So yeah, unlucky uh, for Leipzig, but credit to uh, Liverpool for creating off that. And yeah, they're set up really well for the next leg. Um, yeah, two two road uh, two away goals is huge in in football because mm-hmm. a draw next match or a two one even win for uh, Energy Drink Leipzig is uh, is still you know headed home. Yeah, I, although I wouldn't, you know, in Liverpool's case, I wouldn't get too confident because last time they had a, a two-goal advantage going back home, it didn't end too well. To be fair, it was Atleti, but Morata, yeah, you saw what he did. Um, <laughs> but anyway, great result for Liverpool. They needed it. I'm happy, happy for Klopp because, you know, it's just been ass-whooping after ass-whooping. <laughs> you know, that poor guy's going through it with his own shit, so good for him. Good for him. They needed that. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the big one uh, for la- for yesterday for uh, um, Champions League was uh, Barcelona hosting PSG. Mm-hmm. Barcelona was riding a pretty hot wave of form in their respective league, La Liga. Mm-hmm. 
PSG always one of the top sides in all of Europe, in all of the world. Um, semi or finalists last season, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it seemed to be interesting on paper. Yeah. Well, as it developed, we were able to see the weaknesses for Barcelona. Match ended up four one. Kylian Mbappe hat trick, and uh, Barcelona finds themselves in. Um, Dare I say familiar territory? Yeah. I mean, when when you don't improve your back line following the 8-2 result last season, I don't expect any other result, really. Uh, against a world-class side like PSG, you know, they countered very well, very good on the ball uh, going forward. And, yeah, they punished that back line. There was nobody in that back line that was... Well, uh, here's the thing that confused me of Barcelona is they played a high line. Yeah. You don't have pace with Longley and Bika, who just came off an injury. Bika, who hasn't been himself for three seasons now, even. Yeah, you know they're they're not exactly. So if we say that, like if we say he hasn't been himself for three seasons, okay, no, no, this is his real self. No, I mean that's not his real self, but it's his self today. Yeah, but his prime well, self, it's, it's is, his current self. Yeah, for sure, for it's, sure. It's Bika now. It's yeah. not Bika that we remember from the. Totally. Trouble winning seasons. Same, or, yeah, well, even then. Same going, with De Gea. There's going, a lot of players that have fallen the oh, way he sure. has. Yeah. Okay, so Pika is no longer like a top Champions League side mm-hmm. worthy player anymore. But that's that speaks to the state of Barcelona. They don't have anybody that's better than him. They don't have the funds to go to improve that position in the transfer window. So yeah. You know, you can't you can't expect to to achieve a good result with him but in the back. Weren't they having good results with Araujo? Um, weren't they doing well with him? Weren't they doing good with Umtiti? Yeah, but it's a, it's a different level of competition. You know, you're playing one of the best teams in Europe, like you said, and you put a back line like that. I don't I don't see how anybody would expect them well, to hold that line well. You know, I mean, structurally, Kuman is to blame for putting a high line, and then at some point he subs out um, Bika and puts in. Um, who did he put in? I don't even know the guy's name. It was an attacker, yeah. and he draws back De Jong, and that led to the fourth goal, the nail, the dagger. Um, but also the there was a big problem in the center of the park. Uh, PSG's midfield, who we have to give credit to, they're really good. Paredes is better than I thought. But this is he's actually a, yeah. He's always been really good in my eyes. Yeah, uh, he's I, solid. I feel like he might be on the way out. You know, someone might pick him up. From PSG's uh, not holding on to players like that. They're they're not necessarily like a Dortmund type team that's going to sell players. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't think anybody's going to pay Paredes any better than what he's getting paid now. So I just find it I think hard. He deserves better, is what I mean. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're one of the best teams in Europe, then. Maybe he's at the best place he can be, you know? Maybe. But, you know, PSG is, is, is an, it's its own conversation of its own, you know? And you could say that for every player. Neymar, Mbappe, they shouldn't be there in the grand scheme, right? Because it's not a competitive Well, Neymar game. wants to be there. Yeah. Mbappe aspires to bigger things. We don't know that. That's that's his speculation, I feel. We don't know that if that's he wants to be. That's the indications that he's really given. I don't. I haven't got gotten that. I think that's what a lot of fans are grabbing onto, hoping that he joins their club. But I don't know that yet. You know, if if PSG can pay him the best and he can be in his home nation, why can't he be there for the rest of his career? You know, do I want him to be there? Of course not. Well, there, I want him to go to a better. I think team. there's levels, right? 
I don't know. Slatan spent the better half of his career there. Or not half, but a good portion. Four years? Yeah, three, four, four years? Five almost, I think. Uh, okay. He was there for a while. But he was there for a good while? Yeah. I would say, but there's levels, right? Yeah, yeah. But you don't, you know, we don't know what the comfort level is, how he feels there. It seems like the the, the team, PSG, new coach, they've given, given him everything he wanted. I think as, like, as far as like top teams go, when you talk about like the pinnacle of the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about three clubs that are clear above everybody. Barcelona, Madrid, and... and Historically, yes. But I think even lore speaking, like the the lore of playing for those clubs, Barcelona, Madrid, and Munich, Bayern Munich, and then just a tier maybe slightly below that is Manchester United, Uh, maybe Liverpool... And then City. Nah, man. You don't think City's up there? You don't think City's above PSG? City? No. City's in the top tier that you mentioned. If we're going about on form, the past decade, like, yeah, for no, sure. No, 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 no. In terms of, like, history and legacy. Well, how much does that matter to a player? I don't know if it does. I think it matters a lot. I think it matters well, why, to, why to make players, your history. Why do players keep going to those clubs? Well, I, I don't understand it because I see a lot of players go to clubs that have history and then they fizzle out. You yeah, see exactly. It. But they force themselves there. Griezmann right now is an example. Hazard is an example. Di Maria is an example. Yeah. You Wait, who'd you say? Di Maria. He went to United and flopped and went to PSG. I mean, yeah, it's and, just your point. Would he have gone to United had it not been for, for that allure? No, I doubt I it. I mean, we don't know. It's it's a money thing, you know. That's, that's what my thing. The money, you got to follow the money. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. I don't think Real Madrid have the money to pay for Mbappe. I don't think uh, I don't Barca know, yeah. have the well, money. No, I, I don't think Liverpool. Well, I, I, th- I think that Mbappe will end up at, at Madrid. And I think if pe- not people this say year. that. No, I don't think he'll he'll go on transfer. If he goes there, it's going to be because he lets his contract expire. I don't think it'll be a transfer. If he lets his contract expire. That'll be that, in 2022. That means, that means that he wants to go. Yeah, and we don't know. He's that. not doing any That's favors for, for PSG. Yeah, well, people the thing is, for that. Yeah, of course. I mean, if any team tries to buy... Mbappe, they're going to charge probably the most money any team has charged for any player, point blank. And do you think Real Madrid has that money? I don't think so. No, The thing is, they don't have to pay it all up front. It's not about that. It's You also still have to pay the wage up front every year. And he's going to be want, he's gonna want to be the best paid player, not only in the world, but on the team. I just don't see it. I still think he can go to Madrid, but it's not going to be until 2022, if it happens. And that's if he doesn't sign an extension. If we're talking about teams that can afford them, there's not many. It's only PSG, City, Chelsea, maybe. Barca and Madrid just don't have that money, man. And it's they've proven it. You know, they'd have to sell a lot of players, and then and then what? You you sell a lot of players and get Mbappe, and now you expect him to do it in a more competitive league. I don't know. I think the only way to get him would be free transfer, but that depends on Mbappe. You know. Yeah. Well, if if he were to step, go out and tell the board, hey, I'm only going to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. That 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 will severely lower his asking price. No, I don't think so. It'll give him all the leverage because he's not signing. Because if they're gonna shop him around, it's either you send me to Madrid and take what you can get, or you take the on next the terms bidder. on the terms that they offer you. Well, a player doesn't have to sign for a team if he doesn't want to. Right, and then he's just gonna have to sit there like Gareth Bell, you know, or sit how like players. They're, do. they're not gonna sit him. We don't know that. I mean, honestly, like why 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 would they? No, why would they? Because the thing is, Real Madrid don't have the adequate amount of money not, to pay for him. Right, but if but if they're not going to get a fee for him, and he's not playing, they're paying empty wages for him. 
Yeah, I mean, that's just the state of the league. Because they don't have to preserve his legs. Like, for all they care, if he's not going to sign with them, he can the tear his ACL. We're grasping onto speculation. We don't even know if he wants to go to Madrid. We're just hoping he does, or at least you are. And Oh, for sure. And a lot, yeah. of, a lot of people are, but we don't know. Like, I feel like I get the notion that he's comfortable in P- at PSG. Well, anybody would be. Yeah, of course. Winning titles every season. Yeah, and, they, you know, they get paid handsomely. And so, like, what what is there not to like? I don't think PSG is competing for the. Well, they they obviously they're competing, but I don't think they're actually gonna win the title again this season. In the French league, to, uh, Champions League. No, I don't. I don't think they are. But they you know, better teams. They never have. You know, that's mm. the thing. They never have won the Champions League. I think they've won it. Really? I think they've I, won the. I, I know Marseille has. That's the only French team. I think I that's the most recent one. <clears throat> but I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, he, he he's fine where he's at. He's signed till twenty twenty two. I I really like I said I don't know what how many teams can afford him. That's the that's the big question mark. If if Neymar went for two hundred mil, how much does Mbappe go for? You know, that just makes you think. The, well, I mean, like I said, there's there's certain step ups that players can take. And yeah, we'll we'll just have to see because I have no indications that that's gonna happen. Nobody does really. We're all speculating. Sure. And uh, it's a little different in Haaland's case, you know, because he's he's at a club that's not at the same level as PSG, and it's a selling club. PSG isn't a selling club, like you said earlier. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. There's there's I think PSG acknowledges that there's a step up from them because they haven't really established themselves as like a European. Like a historically European winning side, There's when a they step can up. do that, yeah, there there are step ups for sure. When they can do that, like Bayern Munich has, um, then they'll be able to hold on to those players. I don't know. You I don't think, think so. I think money di- dictates the game, you know, these days, and it always has. Actually, how much more money can PSG give him than he would get? I I really don't over know. Over the course of his career, let's say he stays healthy. Let's say he has a long career mm-hmm. up to his thirty five, thirty six. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, he, he might want to leave at some point, but to say that's now, I, I have no bearing on that, you know? Well, obviously none of us do. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to speculate, though. It's fun. Don't, don't kill it with, we, we don't know. No, no, we don't know, but we can also <laughs> just hope and say he's going to join my team. There's, there's no indication wow, wow. that's going to happen, you know? I mean, I know historically, Real has been very good at breaking transfer records and getting the best players and buying their success. That's not the Buying case anymore. success. Yeah, they've always... Who has broken the re- the transfer records more often than not? It's always been Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. You know, Ronaldo. Yeah. You know, and even recently... You know what, what? If I wish they didn't go for Hazard, because then this this transfer is very realistic. Mbappe can go to, to Madrid. Mm-hmm. But now that they're well, in the that hole... The, ha- the Hazard uh, transfer was, was a no-brainer. <sighs> I mean, it, it was, but wouldn't it have been nicer to wait one more year and then get go for Mbappe, I feel... Then it would have been better, but you know, hindsight oh, sure. is twenty twenty. We don't know. Yeah, that. of course. We but thought- it's a no brainer to get a top five player. Yeah, yeah. And his his transfer fee demanded that. When was, but before that, uh, when was the last time uh, Real Madrid two thousand thirteen? Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, so it had he, been a while. But they had to, you know, strain their wages so much for Ronaldo. They didn't have that spending power anymore. To be to be honest, though, they had a great. A squad, you know, through and through. I don't think the wages really have that much of a bearing on transfer. They do, they do, because when you they, have they do, you, you have course, the highest paid player in the world, if not the second most, because Messi's always dominated that. Uh, 
you know, you're not going to have money to spend, like, just throw all the time, you know. But but Real Madrid had changed their transfer policy from from the Galacticos. I think Gareth Bell was the last one in 2013. Yeah. I just mentioned. And then, you know, the last time was recently with Hazard. They spent a lot. And they spent a whole lot. On one player, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Um, but over that time, they, they've gotten younger players and they focused on that. Um, but... No one foresaw when they signed Hazard. They saw Mbappe as like a, a like a near future sort of signing. Maybe not now. Maybe not tomorrow. But next week or something. No one saw COVID coming, and that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing, actually. If Madrid has fans coming in every weekend, mm-hmm. that the whole oh we don't afford him now is out the window. I don't know but if that that'll cover. I don't even know if that will cover Mbappe. I'm talking about it's going to be an astronomical number. It's not going to be anything yeah, less than 200 mil. Yeah, it'll be like at the very minimum 180, 200. No, more at the man. very minimum is what I'm saying. I'd say even more. Like well, he's only got a year left on his deal, so they so PSG can't go crazy asking for fucking 250. Well, if other teams are willing to pay it, and I think other teams have have it, more of a wallet, you know, if he's willing to go there, yeah. That's that's the question, but mark. I don't think so. We don't know. We don't know. That's the thing, you know. Like I, I, don't, I, I so. don't believe I could say, oh, City can afford him if there's of any. Of course club, they do. They, but I don't think he wants to go to City, and I've said this before. Exactly. But you know that's the key. We don't know for PSG. They're gonna take the top dollar. They're gonna take the top dollar. They're not gonna take a team just because they have history. It, it is up. It them. is up to him though to agree to those terms. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. That, that's how football is. Well, really, at the end of the day, PSG has the final word. It's not if they want to well, be petty and, and hold on to him until his contract expires. That's totally on them. And that's their loss. Th- yeah, and do you think well, they're just like about Barcelona? That? Just like Barcelona is. They have Qatari owners. They're not tripping on money, bro. I know, but like, like Barcelona was petty holding on to Messi. Yeah. Look where they're at now. Yeah. If they didn't hold on to Messi, they'd be in a much better shape. Yeah. They'd yeah. probably not be losing this last match that we're talking about. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't Why not? say that. I'm not to 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 assume that over two hundred over two hundred million plus. I don't I don't think they would have gotten two hundred million. Uh, well, at his least, wages his wages plus transfer fee. Yeah, you build a that's, that's uh, you, plus you build a better team, but you don't substitute Messi with with however players. Well, what you did Messi get. do in that match? I mean, nobody did anything, and if anything, he scored a goal. Right, but you know, albeit it was a but penalty. But it's all about pieces. If they were able to get a couple of good pieces together, maybe they would have had a better chance. I'm not saying they're winning it. But I'm also not saying that they're going to be losing it either. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, this is all transfer speculation. Uh, we should probably but it's good. focus it's good. on it's the, good to talk about that. On the matches. Fun. Isn't it entertaining? Not really, you know, because you, it's you, like fan fiction to me. You know, we yeah, have it's no... It's just mental masturbation? It. Yeah, mental gymnastics. And we're stretching a lot. But um, uh, I don't know if you're ready to move on to the next match. Get back to reality real quick. Um, Porto versus Juventus. The present. Uh, wow. And presently, uh, Juventus are not in a good spot. Yeah, that's you know I was kind of mad because I I wanted them to smack Porto, but but uh, historically speaking, mm-hmm. uh, Ronaldo shows up in the it's big occasions. Yeah, and uh, I'm not worried about Juventus. Porto, they're not a bad team, by the way, but they just they're play not. they play as a unit, and that's sometimes what what can win games, like you said, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Juventus happened to scratch away with an, an important away goal. I think that's going to make the big difference on mm-hmm. the next match. 
Yeah, the both of the both of the results on this match day are very still like in the works. Like it's not like what Barca did. PS- oh, oh, okay, that's yeah. like over. I see. I see. <clears throat> these these games are still very much in touch. So, yeah, I think Juventus will wake up. Although I don't know. If, this is where Pirlo really has to prove himself. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Porto did really good to score early when the game started and early in the second half. They're just they catch you off guard, and that's what they're good at. City played them in the group stages and they gave us trouble. Um, I mean, we still beat them, but you know they gave us trouble. So I definitely think they're a decent team. I don't know what's wrong with Juve exactly though. I don't. I don't think any, it's just bad game. Maybe. I, I didn't watch this one. Did you, you saw it? I watched all of them, but it was hard to keep an eye on everything. I was watching three matches at once. It's kind of like puts you in context because I did too. Yeah, I mean, it puts you like in this like. Like, you know, when you watch ESPN and uh, so-and-so talking head is talking about yeah all these teams and they're saying it with so much certainty. It's like, you really watched all these games? Yeah, yeah. You talked about it. This happened last night. Those were seven games, seven NBA games, and you're talking about it with you're talking about with your chest right now, son. It's e- it's easy when it's your job. I will say that when you just focus on games all day. If that was my job, I could do it. I feel you think so for sure. Well, you could go back because I love it. it. Yeah. yeah, I love the game. If you love the game, you could watch all of it. But uh, yeah, you know, Juve should at least they're only down one. That's the important thing. Yeah, Juve going home uh, with down one goal in aggregate. With an away goal, all they have to do is win the yeah. next match. Yeah, but, you know, Porto are a decent defensive side, though. They made it really tough. Anytime that Juve got in the box, it's just they closed down every angle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, good result for Porto. They surprised me, and it, they're not going to roll over easy. Um, following match, though, this was a more competitive one. Sevilla versus Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a really good game. You know, uh, Sevilla started it with the first blood. Suso gets lucky with the shot, takes a deflection, and beats the keeper. Uh, and then from there, like, Haaland had a really good response. Not only him, his team played really well to set him up, Thank too. Thank you but, for saying that. Well, I mean, if there's one guy I'm going to pick, it's Haaland. He's the leader of that team, and he showed it. When he scored that goal, the passion behind the celebration, it really amped me up. And at the end of the day, like, you lead by example. If you can score the goals, meaningful goals, when you're down, that's really impressive. Two goals, one assist for him, and the hood had a fucking fabulous goal. Probably the best goal of the day, I should say. Go ahead. And then uh, Luke De Jong caps it off. You know, what can you say? So this was the match that that talked me into starting to believe into the Holland hype. I know, like, if he, if you know, I know it's kind of maybe a no brainer to go into Holland, but he's so good, man. There's so there's something. I don't know about like a pure goal scorer for me that doesn't always do it, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm starting to buy into the hype. Having said that, like to consider his goal, like that assist and assist is <laughs> it's disrespect it is. <laughs> to Dahoud's strike. Really, uh, so Dahoud should have taken it by himself from midfield and scored it. And then it's it's you know it's it's an assist, man. I know it's it's, not- it's technically an assist, but it's not like a like when you say <laughs> when you're like oh so and so created a shot. I just or, said or it's gave, an assist. Gave an assist. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you say like when you mention it as an assist, it's like, oh, okay, he he gave this guy like a sitter, or he put him in a really good position to score. This guy was like thirty yards out. And it's just it's what it is. It's the definition of an assist. It's yeah. the pass leading he, up he to passed, a shot. Yeah, yeah. But when but, you mention it as an assist, so what if Erling Haaland doesn't pass the ball, the goal doesn't happen? You know, what if he de- decides to be greedy? That, I mean, that's most goals, isn't it? Yeah, you know, so it's like I, I get it. It's not. It's not the because most. we're not talking about the people that assisted 
You didn't talk about Sancho's beautiful pass to, to Holland's first goal. Right, no, but You didn't bring that up. Of course, because it's more impressive when you score two goals and you give the assist. You don't and only you just fucking ball, pass yeah. the ball and don't step up and score the goal. I, that's what I feel, but I get what you're coming from, but, I mean, you know, Santos was nice, too. It was, it was, it was he a, just wasn't as memorable as Holland. Well, Holland scored. Twice. Yeah. And assisted. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, that's why, that's <laughs> well, why I bring and, it up. But, but you don't, you, but yeah, you, but you don't say Sancho assisted. Yeah, because See, that's... See, this is like, you're, you're reducing Sancho's performance to only, well, you didn't, you didn't even mention Sancho, so you, you don't bring up anything that he did, even though it, it actually created... All of Holland's goal. And to be fair, Sancho doesn't get the ball if Holland doesn't pass it and do the one-two with him. So really, Holland is still the core. No, the Holland, Holland did. Holland did well to to create the to Meg whoever he did. I don't. I don't remember the bloke. And he, but he gave the ball to Daoud in a situation where, I don't know, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time is not going to end in a goal. It, it, it's a wonder strike. Yeah, for sure. No, I know, but, you know, by, but by, the, by the letter of the law. Yeah, okay, so we're going to hype up Holland, right? He has two goals, as if he needs further praise. Mm-hmm. We say he gets an assist off a, off a pass. Let's not even call off it an off assist. Off a routine pass. Let's call this. Let's just look at it at the sum. At the end of the day, um, Holland had three goal contributions. Let's not even call <laughs> it an assist because that's what it is. It's stats. And, and then Sancho yeah. only had one. So that's why I don't bring up Sancho. So... Yeah, man, we're like we're we're in a time where we're just reducing players to to a number. I mean, if you want to do that, go go watch baseball because like off of that you can see the total performance off of who did what. Football's not like that, and I refuse to look at football that way. It's one way to look at it. It's not the only way to look at it, and I, right, I hope but, I don't only look at but it. But when way. we want to talk about goal contributions. Well, so how how else do we measure stats? Stats are what they are. It's the reality. It's that, stats stats it's the our stats. It's the truth. They're statistics. Yeah. Yes, they're just numbers. But we could play and we could play numbers all day. Yeah. But football is football. You play football on a fucking pitch. You know, sometimes the way I look at it, a goal is a goal. You know, uh, you're saying, yeah, sure, the the Holland assist was just a pass mm-hmm. to the side. Mm-hmm. Sometimes a goal is still tapped in, but it still counts as a goal from one meter out. So it's it's still it still happened. And like I said, Holland could have held on to the ball and not passed it, and he wouldn't have registered an assist. But he decided to pass it. It led to a goal. I'm gonna give credit. You know, I mean, it's not it's not a KDB type pass. It's not. Bruno a chip ball or something I, I get it but you know it, it's a goal contribution and, and without that thought process if the neurons in Haaland's brain didn't <laughs> tell him to pass it we're not talking about anything you know it could have been a 2-2 game um yeah uh but we're talking about Haaland and the hood strike is what made the goal yeah and I did give credit to the hood and I said it was a fabulous goal but the guy who assisted it was Haaland that's the reality I'm not saying it was because of Haaland but it's the truth you know and it'll register as as a goal contribution whether it was pretty whether it was ugly whatever well it was a routine pass yeah and it let's what I'm what I'm saying is when you when you say assist you're, you're talking about like he did the whole play and then uh, served it to the hood on on the plate. I didn't oh. say that. And but well, well, when we say that, when we say oh, uh, uh, Colin had two goals and an assist. That's that's the kind of picture it paints in someone's mind. That's what I'm saying. And that's what it. That's what you guys are making it sound like. All right. Uh, All right. Fair enough. Yeah, officially, sure. Yeah, it's an assist, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a wonder strike. 
Uh, having said that, uh, Sevilla showed up to... I mean, they had no answers for most of the second half. Um, was it a set piece that gave uh, De Jong the I'm, little bounce? I'm not goal? too sure, actually. I didn't get to see that part. I th- it might have been. I, I'm not 100% sure because uh, at that point, I kind of lost interest. Yeah. Um, I don't know who assisted I that think, I think uh, Dortmund steamrolled Sevilla. Sevilla was fortunate to get a good 3-2, but really it was 3-1 most of the time. And... Uh, at least most of the second half. Uh, I think Dortmund at home is going to take care of business, two to two to zero. Um, we're not in the week to be predicting two weeks from now, but yeah. <sighs> Sevilla, for all that they've, I think they were uh, seven matches clean sheet. Is that right? I'm not too sure actually. I, I don't. I haven't I, really followed I them. I want to say that they hadn't conceded in seven matches. I think that was a stat that was floating around in uh, social media and. Reddit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I felt like they were dominated in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, they were. I mean, I don't even like uh, Dortmund's midfield that much. It's very simple for them. Just get the ball to Haaland or Sancho, and they they just do good things in the final third. You know, you can't go wrong with those guys. Why, why didn't uh, Reyna feature? Uh, I'm not sure actually. Um, yeah, actually, I didn't even think about him truthfully, and I'm a big fan of his. I didn't. I was just so. I focused didn't think on about how, it during the match either. It's just you watch Dorman and you watch it for one, for one reason. You watch PSG and you watch it for. Yeah, it's the Holland show. Yeah, it's the Holland show, and right now PSG without Neymar, which we failed to mention. Um, you know, Holland. I mean, Mbappe was a show, so you know, two of the best young players in the world. Yeah. Um, so I think that brings us to our next argument before we get into the uh, Champions League predictions for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, are we in a uh, Ronaldo Messi type situation with uh, Mbappe and Holland? I think the media is, is doing a good job at creating that, and the players are owning up to it too. But we'll have to we'll have to let time tell. You know, they're showing up for sure. Yeah, yeah, but Mbappe, they're the two best players in that. Age Holland bracket. Holland has two seasons in a row now where he's shown up, scoring a ton of goals. Mm-hmm. I think he's got. Fuck, I don't, I don't want to butcher the stat. He's got 18 goals and 13 UCL appearances. Okay, that's very so, impressive. So you know that for sure. Yeah. Um, and Mbappe from, I think the 2017, 18 season mm-hmm. has been showing up with Monaco. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was before that because he, when he was with Monaco, I think they went to the semifinal, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was showing up doing work there. Bernardo Silva was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and little by little, Mbappe's gone from the hottest prospect to one of the best players in the world. I would say top five. Yeah, I, for me, he's the best player today, currently. But, you know, that can all change in an instant. But like I told you, like, maybe like a month or a month and a half ago, I thought he he deserves the Ballon d'Or, even though he doesn't have the stats to back it up. And that's where stats come into play. Why Lewandowski got the... Uh, the fake Ballon d'Or, if you will. Um, <laughs> you know, that's what does it. But, you know, for me, Mbappe's probably the best player in the world right now. And Haaland is close, but he needs to prove it at a bigger, bigger club, I'd say. And then, you know. And Mbappe was an important part to that World Cup, World Cup winning team at 18. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see that. And in my opinion, France is the favorites for the next World Cup. They were favorites last time, too, to be fair. Um, you know, were they? Yeah, yeah, they had the most talented squad. They were they were favorites to win. They had the deepest squad. Hmm. They have the most talented squad. So it's it's kind of hard to put many feet wrong when you have such a great squad mm-hmm. around you. Sure. 
I'm sure if 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 Haaland was on a big team like that, he yield similar numbers well, yeah, but yeah, yeah. plays for Norway of course, of course. <laughs> unfortunately yeah and that's one of the detriments to Holland he's never going to win the World Cup I don't no he's not yeah he's not. Norway is never going to win the World Cup if they get lucky they make like Euro semifinals maybe but. yeah that, and that's good for them but well, to win to win a World Cup or a Euro it's, one it's lucky and two you have to have a great group and yeah a great man Norway Norway is three players deep yeah yeah I mean like I said earlier, at the defensive end and you know goalkeeping, they're they're just not there. Um, all right, so yeah, so back to Erling Haaland, Mbappe. I know it's early, and I hate I hate to put two young players against each other. Um, but I don't know. Are we? Because Haaland has shown he's a real deal. Yeah. Mbappe, real deal. <laughs> are. are are they obviously the number one, one A and one B of of the youngest of the young people? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, Joao Felix was up there, but he's kind of hit a cold streak, um, and then that's it. I, I think that like okay, so you have that, and I don't know if they're gonna reach that Messi Ronaldo heights, even though Mbappe's been scoring mm-hmm. for a good three years now, so he's probably got a nice little head start from where they were. At his age, mm-hmm. even though how old was Messi when he won the first Ballon d'Or? I forget. I think twenty. Yeah, he was I already, say twenty. Pretty young. Yeah, but you know he was in a different league, different team. You know. Yeah, Barcelona. Like, and and that's the thing. Like getting that. Like if you're on Barcelona, Madrid, Bayern Munich, if you're on that team, like your consideration for Ballon d'Or is a little bit higher. Yeah. Well, it's you know you especially more, Spain, Spain little, and England. Yeah. yeah. Get a little more prestige from that, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I, yeah, there's that tier. I think Kalan and Mbappe are clear of everyone else. Mm-hmm. You have Joao Felix, Phil Foden. Um, who else is up there? That's where it stops for me. Actually, those are the top four best young players in the world. No shit. Me. I just can't think of Sancho. Ah, uh, you know, I struggle to put him in there. He's good though. He's good. He's just like you think a, Phil Foden's on the same level as Joao Felix. Mm, uh, he's getting there. You know, he needs to do it for a little longer. But this is the first season where, where Foden really gets a go to play more minutes than he ever has. So. Felix has been playing from day one at Benfica, at Atletico. So, you know, I think Foden's had to grow into his role, and that's kind of Guardiola's uh, thinking behind it. It's hmm. a very talented team, you know. Yeah. I'm trying to like think of players that are like really, really good at a really young age. I don't really. I, I can't really. There's not up, many. Yeah, I can't it's really not come many. up with a whole oh, lot of them. Trincao, maybe. Nah, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> nah, but like that's you know, that's the thing. There's not many players. The Brazilians in Madrid, they're not. They haven't really shown up like mm-hmm. that as they should have. Um, Rashford, mm, I don't know. Greenwood, definitely not. Um, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I think it's like the top tiers between Mbappe, Haaland, second tier, Joao Felix, Foden. And then third, it's like a lot of guys you could pick at, you know. It's not really a clear cut guy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I had well, to like, pick like, one. Like Rashford. Rashford, I think, would be in that third tier. Possibly, yeah. I mean, right now he's having a kind of a bad run of form. So is Joao Felix, to be fair. So. That's the thing. Form plays a big thing, and mm-hmm. consistency is key. And uh, yeah, a lot to see. It's crazy, but I do hope that that Holland and uh, Mbappe uh, 
kind of keep up that trajectory. Although I will say that Holland, uh, I, I don't know about you. Is he a bit doughy? Like, like kind of chubby, you mean? Or? Not chubby, but like, you know, soft. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's a unit. Like I, I've, like, I looked at him and he's not like lean. Like Mbappe looks like he takes care of himself. Looks like he. Well, they're different players. Yeah, they're different players. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. You know, one's a winger that can play striker. The other one's just an out and out striker. You know. I don't know. I looked at at uh, and uh, Holland today, and I'm like, I don't know. He might he might be a little softer, not not quite Zlatan. You know what I mean? Mm, I don't know. Don't know. I think I just don't want to judge players off of their aesthetic features. Oh, of course not. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm not. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about his skill in terms of that. Oh, the skills there. Yeah. Well, that that, but your your physique and the way you take care of yourself that definitely plays a part. Yeah, but you know, KDB isn't sleek or athletic. That's He's true. pretty good. You know, it's this. But thing. he doesn't rely on his athleticism either. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, some footballers do, others don't. Ronaldo made a career off it. Other players don't have to. You know, it's just everybody has a different style. And Haaland and Mbappe, two different styles. And you know, we'll see who who uh, outlasts who. Because when you rely on your physical ability, that can all end in an instant bad injury when you're just good despite being doughy that doesn't go away overnight you know but we'll see we'll see hmm I, Tuesday yeah go ahead no no I, I was gonna say I don't think Mbappe's gonna drop or anything but I'm saying you know serious injuries happen <clears throat> Tuesday February 23 uh, Lazio uh, hosting Bayern Bayern Munich yep <clears throat> uh, yeah, it should be easy pickings for Bayern. Yeah, Lazio. Lazio isn't the same as last year. Chiro Immobile, year older, um, not really uh, filling up the stat sheet as he was last season. Yeah. And then uh, you Munich just keeps rolling on. Um, yeah. I think 2 0, 3 0, 3 1 for Munich. Yeah, it should be an easy match for them. Relatively speaking. Yep. And then Atletico versus Chelsea. That's a good one. I think this is the most even match out of all of the round of 16 matches. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, I'm going to say something out of the normal and pick Chelsea 2 to 1. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I have a draw. Atletico's at home, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a draw on that one. Maybe like 2 2, 1 1. If there's any goals, that's not a win for Atletico. It's bad news because I think Chelsea can take care of it in the second leg. I don't know, man. Chelsea, they don't convince me. I think they're much better now now that they have a purpose or an identity. Yeah. Like Tuchel. It's only been a month, though. Not even that. So, like, I, I just struggle to give them that benefit. Next season, they'll be much better. You think Atletico is going to take them to deep waters? I just think they're mean? they're more experienced. They have the same manager. They're more structured. Uh, for me, Chelsea is too green still. A lot of inexperienced players in that lineup. And where Atleti is, a lot of players that have been there. You know, I think Chelsea, when you play that match, you go with the hits. You play Silva. You play Pulisic. You play uh, Reese James. You don't do that bullshit where you put Christensen and uh, Marcos Alonso. Yeah. You play Chilwell. 
You play Z Edge if he's available. I don't, you know, he's not available this season so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you go after it. I, I, I don't know if Atletico, Atletico definitely aren't Manchester City in the way that they'll like, like a boa constrictor that they'll squeeze the life out of you. They're not that team. No. But they they're very defensively sound. They That's are. what worries me. They are, but you know. they they won't they won't wear you out. No, they're very pragmatic, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. That's going to be an interesting matchup. If I had to, I'll take Atleti just off experience and you know they're they're top of the league. Not much else to say. And then uh, Glad Munch and Gladbach hosting uh, Manchester City mm-hmm. uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, this game is going to be played in Budapest, Hungary, not in Germany because of the travel ban currently. Not that it will make a difference. Uh, City should be winning that comfortably. I don't know. I think think, uh, think City is going to take a 2-1 win. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. Yeah, which uh, an away win is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I'll take that. And then uh, Atalanta hosting Real Madrid. where has it? Atalanta, Atalanta are better this season. I don't know. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of their fans. I I interact with their fans on uh, on Reddit and uh, mm-hmm. they're saying they're better now without Papu. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'll I really don't know who to pick, but I'll probably take Madrid off experience. Uh, I'll take Madrid just because of talent. Yeah, and the <laughs> way that the midfield is working. Um, I'm not entirely convinced. So a draw wouldn't surprise me. Well, one one two one two two, but I'll take Madrid two to one on that one. Mm-hmm. That even the even those words like like coming out of my mouth right now, I, it doesn't feel comfortable at all. Yeah, I mean Madrid isn't the powerhouse that we once knew. That's just the fact, you know. Um, but you know the magic of the CL, maybe they find it again. But they haven't shown me anything to convince me that. They're going to really, like, manhandle Atalanta. It's going to be competitive, but I still see them making it out of, the, of this uh, phase. Next phase is going to be tricky, who, depending on who they draw. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's our roundup for uh, Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything else? No, not that I remember, actually. Oh, um, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Before I forget, uh, this is, like, a conversation that you and I got kind of heated over the other day. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bayern Munich, man. Mm-hmm. They signed uh, Yupa Meccano. Yupa Meccano. Um, yeah, the starlet. Who we saw yesterday's injury is, uh, not injury, uh, error prone. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so they signed him, and he's going to be with them the the next season. Yeah. 2021-22 season. Mm-hmm. And uh, this further goes into uh, the quote-unquote uh, Bayern Monopoly. Yeah. The Bayern, All- no, the Bundesliga All-Star team is what I like to call it. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. I think I think we talked about this earlier. I think mean, w- what responsibility do the other clubs have to overvalue their – like when you get – like when you get a, a good player – and you put a release clause on him. I don't know if, I don't know if in the Bundesliga, like the Premier League or the La Liga, or the La Liga, uh, like La Liga, uh, where every player has a 
every player has a release clause. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Upamecano is super talented, one of the better defenders in the world. Yeah. To give him a low release clause like uh, Leipzig gave him, I, mean, I don't know. They have some responsibility in that, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's 42, 45 million, something like that. Yeah. Um, Relatively low. That's that's a lot of money. It is. It is. But, you know, I don't really have an opinion on it. You know, it's just uh, I will say this. The Bundesliga is the only league in the world where the the top team in the league will go ahead and buy the best center back in the league <clears throat> who, uh, from the team that's runners up currently second place Leipzig. You don't see that anywhere else. You you would never see City buying a center back off of Liverpool. They'll never buy midway uh, through the season. They'll never when buy they're both competing for a title. They'll never buy Sanya, Nasri, and uh, Glishi. Right, and you know in the same transfer window. It happens, right? But I'm saying when not in not in the same year where or they're chill both well. God, you can you can name. Well, I mean, like this happens players. all the time. Yeah, yeah, but um, in in Germany, it's always Bayern buying the best players from every team in the league. And I know you don't find that problematic. I do, and we disagree on that. And I, I feel like there's no dialogue to be had there because we clearly disagree. But um, you know, like I said, there's no league in the world where the top number one team in the league goes ahead and buys the best player from the second place team to further strengthen their team. It doesn't happen anywhere else. Uh, well, he had a release clause, I, and and in Germany, it's not. I don't know if it's a requirement in La Liga. Days, I don't. You know, it's just like but, I uh, said. in Germany, there's a release. He had a release clause, and uh, I'm sure a lot of teams were happy to pay whatever the release clause was for Uva Mecano. It just so happened that he chose Bayern Munich. Yeah, yeah. My so, thing is that it happens all the time top teams buy from each other but not to the degree that it happens in Germany where it's always one team buying from the best teams in the league that's my only I think, thing I think that falls onto the other teams too that are willing that are so willing to sell to the top team yeah I mean there's something so, else so that, that goes to show me that these teams they don't see them themselves as realistic title challengers more as like we'll take what we can get and then we live to fight another day yeah it's just, I don't it's, know if there's another league that that has that kind of mentality. Yeah, but uh, but I think that happens more more often than than we want to uh, that we want to admit. Yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, I shouldn't say hopefully, but it would be pretty crazy if like City went ahead and bought Virgil Van Dyke next season, or you know went ahead and bought somebody of that caliber. It just doesn't happen. Uh, listen, teams buy from each other all the time. You know, Spurs will buy from another big club. Chelsea will buy from another big club. Arsenal will buy from another big club. But there's like five, six, seven teams that will do that. It doesn't happen in Germany. It's always Bayern doing the buying. Bayern, buy. And the other teams are selling. Yeah. And or running, or players running their contract out. Yeah, I know. Um, I think I think I think there's some responsibility to give the other teams. I I think they look at themselves as like we'll take this money now and we'll live to fight another day, or we'll see who else we can produce and we'll let this guy have have our guy. But, and, and that's fine, but I just I just wish fans don't, or I hope fans don't get upset when people call it a monopoly league when that's clearly what it is. You know, I don't think so. And that's, and that's where that's where we if, disagree. If you're willing, if you're willing to grab your ankles and and take the check. What do you, like? What is there to say? There's nothing to say. That's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't like. I said that's why I said I don't really have an opinion on it because 
it's the reality, you know. Uh, teams have been doing this for the decade, you know. All uh, teams. Hummels, Gotze, Lewandowski, you know. The list goes on. I, I don't even want to name Nasri, them Nasri, Klishi, Sanya, uh, John Stones. Right, Sadio Mane, um, you know, uh, who else? Let's see, uh, Virgil van Dijk. Um, you know, you can go on for every team in the Premier League. It happens a lot, not to the degree it happens in Germany. And if I, I think I think uh, Bundesliga keeps a lot of German players within the Bundesliga. Well, that's the thing. Like Germany, the FA of Germany. Well, most 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 and, domestic most leagues transfer within themselves. Um, not yeah. maybe like not top players. Yeah. Obviously, like uh, Sadio or Man, um, what's his name? Sane goes to uh, wait. What's his first name? Leroy. Leroy Sonny, yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah. Transferred from uh, England to there, but that's... I don't know, that doesn't happen a whole lot. Yeah, it just seems like the German FA and, and, the, Bund- and the Bundesliga and Bayern are, are all one entity to me. That's the way it seems, hmm. but that's the way they, they move, at least, I should say. Hmm. So, credit, I mean, it's smart. It's a, yeah, it's a great tactic. Every Sonny. Uh, yeah. Davies. I'm trying to think of, of players that, that came not from within Bundesliga. That's three players off the top of my head. Brilliant. Starters. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, but, you know, it's the reality, like I said. It's no surprise. It's going to probably keep on happening. And uh, th- that's why when people say, oh, you know, Bayern did the double. Wow. Impressive. You're buying the best players from your competitors. Every team does that. No, <laughs> every team, no, every team, don't give me that. No. Every team gets the best player possible. Ah, man, it's like and if, they buy within their league. It's like if like Atleti goes and buys Varan this this transfer window. It's just it's just not it's not the same thing. Got swatted. Yeah, on a free transfer, um, you know, that's that's a mismanagement on Barca. They couldn't pay Suarez's wages. So great great pickup by Atleti, you know. But at Tra- least there, at least there's transfer, more teams transfer doing clause. That. Fair enough. The, there's there's a stated price. That's all it is. Um, it's an it's an interesting conversation. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what else to say. Um, but uh, I think I think that we've run out of things to talk about this time. It's two and a half hours now. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about? No, I think I think we covered every base. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah, that's Bottle Soccer Talk number 35. I'm Nestor. That's Henry. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And um, I think next week we'll have a guest. We we, we, we try to do it every three weeks. So uh, we'll have someone. Uh, we'll have someone. A, a new voice for you all to hear. All right, guys. Take care. Stay safe. Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. And... Uh, We love you. Bye.